following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Congratulations. You played yourself. Wolfpack in the house! Yeah. I am your boy, the heel that seals the deal of villain that stays shown, the anti-hero of the IWC, Mr. Rated R, and from Suplex City, bitch. Hey, yo. Hey, what about me? What's going on? And we got the old man. Let me tell you something, brother. The NWO, baby. Taking over. Luge Outsiders everywhere, brother. And if you miss anything on today's episode, make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast version of the uh-huh. show. iTunes SoundCloud, you want to be fancy, Apple Podcasts, tune in, La Mezcla at LosRadio.com, Stitcher, also Spotify, wherever you get your podcast needs. Leave us a five-star frost eyes, rain view, comments, agreements, and bury either one of us. Most likely be the old man. Yeah, brother. Leo, <laughs> not Hulk Hogan. <laughs> well, you could bury Hulk Hogan, too. What's up? <laughs> so the reason we're black uh-huh. and white is we're black and white. We're bla- Twenty-three years. Damn. Twenty-three years of the NWO. Happy birthday to the Ma- New World Order. Making us feel old. I mean, you guys. Yeah, man. I already know I'm old. Yeah, you're an old man. Twenty-three years. That's crazy. The NWO's been like, well, not existence, like currently but just mm-hmm. you know like i'm wearing an nwo shirt i pr- i had no idea it was a birthday i yeah. just decided to wear an nwo shirt yeah yeah i'm i'm really shocked it's been 23 years because i remember it like it was yesterday the ring filling up with trash hulk hogan cutting that promo <laughs> oh was that hulk- before or after hogan hulk hogan okay. cutting that promo mean gene sitting there looking with that look of disgust on his face mm-hmm. as uh well, look hogan- at all this crap in the ring <laughs> <laughs> I, the I, ring I, I'll tell you up. it is Bobby the Brain did call it when he was coming down to the ring. Whose side is he, he on? Because he always, because he always had it out for Hogan. Yeah, he always did. Um, and this is, I don't even have this in the notes because I had no idea that it was NWO's <laughs> birthday. We're just kind of rambling about the NWO, but man, and the NWO back then that mm. was literally the coolest thing. Like if you had an NWO shirt, you was cool, man. Yeah, absolutely. And you have some of the throwback shirts that. It, I had when I was a kid. You still have them in mint condition. I remember you were telling me that Virgil was uh, talking about it the one day. <laughs> yeah, I went to a, a PWS show. This is before Pat Buck left and started WrestlePro. And it was in Brooklyn. And Virgil was there for whatever reason. And I had the... Uh, Trying to get a quick buck. I had an N- NWO Wolfpack shirt, the one with the wolf on it, the red yeah. shirt. And he was like, man, you got that one play. I remember back in the day, all the women, we had women, all the drugs and stuff. Man, we had bitches, man. Yeah, it's a great impression of him, by And the way. I was looking at him like, you're really popping for my shirt, bro? Yeah, yeah Virgil sucks, man. 
But <sighs> hey, man, the New World Order, happy birthday. And, uh, you know, congratulations to the New World Order for, yeah. you know, still being relevant mm-hmm. 23 years later. Yeah, we're still and rocking the shirts. You've rocked NWO shirts in the past. You still see them at Wrestling Shield, no matter what mm-hmm. company it is. Yeah. You still see NWO shirts, man. Yeah. And I'm I'm rocking the DX shirt. There would not be a DX if there was no NWO. And there wouldn't be no Bullet Club without the NWO either. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they'd be wrestling if there was no NWO because that put everything on fire. That, I mean, they that they, made the WWE they, step that up their game. the domino effect. Yeah. And we actually talked about it last week on when we talked about Eric Bischoff. Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear the show. If it was <laughs> if it wasn't for um, <laughs> damn, that's a shoot, brother. <laughs> um, if it wasn't for Eric Bischoff, uh, the WWF wouldn't have changed their ways. Yes. Right. We talked about that last week. That's very true. But let's talk about some of the current stuff that's happening right now as we speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, first of all, what's up to everybody? Guys, share the video. Let the people know that we're here. Go mm -hmm, mm ahead. You did that pretty quick, bro. Yeah. Good job. Um, Do it more often like that. (laughs) So, last night we had um, night one of the G1 Climax tournament. That's right. Man, what a good show. Uh, One thing I wanted to point out is because everybody talks about the WWE audience and Mm -hmm. how they're not drawing crowds. And, you know, New Japan didn't draw that good of a crowd um, up in uh, Dallas at the American Airlines uh, Arena, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I think Mark Cuban got them the 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 venue, venue, right? And, man... And New Japan has to step their production up when it comes to to the States Mm because instead of tarping out blacking out with the lights the areas that that didn't sell out there was a lot of empty seats and moving the crowd closer together so it looks filled Mm -hmm. they didn't do that so there was a lot of shots during the camera like camera angles where you see shit ton of empty seats and i don't think that's a good look at all no no not at all and and that's why like you also have to like even for any sporting event if you unless you're there live well you the first thing you want to fill up is the camera side doesn't matter what what kind of a sport event you're doing because you don't you want to make it seem like that's the place to be, and yeah you're right. Uh, New Japan does need to work on that. Now, Sammy, did you get a chance to watch that show? No, unfortunately not. I had work last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I will say is we got to give the devil their due. WWE does do a great job of making an empty arena mm-hmm. like at. What was what was stomping ground? Stomping ground. I almost called it fast lane. Uh, they're all the same shit, to be honest <laughs> with you. But stomping ground was more than half empty, right? And yeah. if you watch it back, it looks great on television. They did a great job of making it look like that was the place to be that night. So yeah, I mean, they uh, they're doing their thing when it comes to production, and it looks like New Japan needs to maybe take some notes when it comes to the states, because in Japan they. Uh... They, they definitely step their game up when it comes mm-hmm. to production. I guess they're yeah. used to the certain venues and arenas that they, they, you know, have shows in Japan. But when it comes to the States, like, obviously it's a bigger arena. Mm-hmm. They're used to doing small arenas like the the Cow Palace up in California. Yeah. And then the the Pyramid one, I forget the name of it. I think that's in, uh, not San Diego. Where is it in, um... Is it San Diego? Well, we can ask Ben Cliff, who's uh, watching us from England. What up, Ben Cliff? Um, no, and but that's the thing. They do have smaller venues that they go to. With the small arenas, I think yeah. their production is pretty good. But I guess yeah. since this was a bigger venue and a, and a venue they weren't used to, or maybe they just phoned it in because it was an America show. I, I don't I honestly don't know. No, but I think you don't phone it in, man. Especially uh, when you want to go ahead and get new people on to watch your show. Uh, th- that's where you want to go all out. You know what I mean? Like, that's when you want to make sure that you have all the people coming in. You want to make sure you have all the... Uh, Memphis. There you go. Memphis is the pyramid one. The pyramid re- arena. Is it in Memphis? That's what I it w- says here. Wrestling Memphis. 
Really? Yep. Two thousand nine. Maybe I'm thinking of another arena though. Could be another one. But you do need you need to create that buzz. You know what I mean? And and maybe maybe Dallas wasn't the place for you to take your show like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was bring it to New York since you had such a good showing WrestleMania weekend here in New York. Yeah. You know, where you're going to have that those higher crowds or stay in, in California because isn't that what they did in the first uh, go around when they came over to the States? Yeah, when they were in California, they drew definitely be uh, better car out. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I agree with you, Leo. I think that they should have took the show to the East Coast. Mm -hmm. I think there's a huge following on the East Coast for New Japan Pro Wrestling, especially in the New York City area, even in the Philadelphia area. And we're going to definitely talk about that in a little bit. And I was thinking of the Walter Pyramid uh, Arena. It's in Long Beach, California. Okay, okay. That I knew it was in California. Um, One thing I wanted to touch about uh, the New Japan card is we, we talked about Jeff Cobb last week mm -hmm. on how he had lost to Matt Taven in 10 minutes. Yeah. Remember right. we spoke about that? Yes. Let's put it this way: the tag match that he was in, because he's part of the B block, right? And the G one and the G one climax. The tag match he had uh, last night, it was him and a and a young line versus Ishii and a young line was better than the match <laughs> that wow. that Jeff Cobb had. <laughs> but also, we forgot to mention that last week how he is part of the G one climax, and I think the reason why they didn't had uh, Ring of Honor didn't put the strap on Jeff Cobb is obviously Jeff Cobb is going to take some L's in this climax if. He's not gonna move on. That makes sense. So, but I feel like there still could have been a way where maybe he would have won by DQ or something, so it wouldn't necessarily hurt Jeff Cobb too much. Right, right. Instead hmm. of putting the title on Jeff Cobb, you know, obviously because he's part of the the tournament. Yeah. But so that, it makes sense in theory why he didn't win, right. but at the same time, it's like why did Taven have to beat him in ten minutes clean? Yeah, yeah. They could have at least put on one of those nice Ring of Honor classics. Give him at least twenty minutes. A lot of false finishes. The stuff that we like as Ring of Honor fans of the of the classic content that they used to put out. But yeah, that makes really good a uh, really good point, Mario. I mean, I never thought of it like that. I know he's, we it, he's it, not going to win the G one. Yeah, I don't think he is. We so. it kind of went over my head too. But I think it still leaves a sour taste in my mouth the fact that Matt Taven beat him in ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Now, and, and you have to be careful also with with Ring of Honor. Because it, it's a weird, they're in a weird state right now mm -hmm. where, mm -hmm. you know, you want those classic Ring of, Ring of Honor matches. You want that classic feel. But unfortunately, they're going left field. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going, not doing good. Like, this is what the way it's supposed to be. Eh, you know what? Let's put Enzo and Cassin. Yeah, 2019 hasn't been uh, necessarily uh, well and good no, for Ring of Honor. It hasn't right. been their year. <laughs> Um, one th one match that that I think stole the show last night, which might have surprised a lot of people, was uh Will Osprey and Lance Archer. Now Lance Archer, he was in TNA for many years. He was known as Dallas and Lance Hoyt. Then he had a, a quick stint in uh WWE as Vance Archer. <laughs> okay. Um. Then he went to New Japan. He was been uh uh multiple tag uh IWGP tag champs with uh Davy Boy as a Killer Elite Squad, part of Suzuki Gun. And now, you know, since Davey Boy's done with New Japan, he's right. kind of starting his singles run. And man, he impressed me, bro. And not saying that he's a bad worker, because I like the stuff that he did with um with Davey Boy. But shit, him and Will Ospreay tore it up last night. Yeah, that's all I'm hearing on social media. So I definitely have to check this out. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, that's all I'm hearing, man, is good things about this match. Yeah, Lance Archer picked up the win, mm -hmm. and he picked up uh, some points for... Uh, you know, in the in the G one, and I'm, I'm I was kind of surprised. Like a lot of people expected Will Osprey to win, but man, yo, they they tore it up. They tore it up. When I hear about Lance Archer, I, I almost 
automatically compare him to Baron Corbin. You get How? that? I don't get that Baron Corbin vibe from him because, uh, especially now, because he's definitely. Uh, you see him differently after that match now, right? Yeah, man. And, and it's, it's nothing against Baron Corbin because I think he's a good worker too. But man, I think just Lance Archer, he's always been either like a, a, a heavy for somebody or he's always played like second to somebody or he's been a tag team. Right. And his WWE run was very. Blah. Blah, right? right? Like, nobody even remembers him in the WWE. Yeah. Was he a part of that old EC? Well, yeah, the, the WWE ECW. ECW. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was part of that. And, man, he, him and Will, now granted, he was having a match with Will Ospreay, and Will Ospreay just makes everybody look good. But the match was really, really good, man. Really good. I recommend people to go back and watch that match if you guys haven't done so yet. Now, where can they find it if they haven't watched it? Like, so? uh, New Japan World, or if you want to be, uh, you know, one of those? One of those. If you want to find one of them illegally streaming sites, <laughs> if you want to do that. But New Japan World, you could uh, watch it on demand mm. on there if you didn't watch it on Access TV last night. Or I'm sure Access TV is probably going to be showing replays of it during the week. So you oh, could do of that course. Too. And, and that's the thing. Like right now, you don't have to watch this stuff in order for you to like stay up to date with it. Um, you know, you are able to know, okay, these were the results, but it, it's it was still an enjoyable show. Uh, another match that I'm so happy that... Uh, this dude lost and this person won. Ooh. Sonata beat Zack Zaber Jr. So that made That's me really Lord. that made me really, you really still happy. Got heat with Zach Zaber Jr. Fuck Zach Zaber Jr. <laughs> God That's damn. Your but Sonata won. Sonata, this is a guy that I would not be surprised if he makes it to the final four in the G1 Supercard. Uh-huh. I mean G1 um climax, I mean, because he's just so good. And this guy needs to be a single star at some point. He's probably not going to get the world title yet, but okay. if he get that Intercontinental Championship at some point, I th- yo, this is the way to go because he has superstar reign all over him. One thing I wanted to touch on was Zack Sabre Jr. And uh, you know how they at New Japan they have post match, uh, you know, yeah. interviews and stuff. Right. So Zack Sabre Jr. decided to bury like the the U.S. Uh, audience and was like, you know, I had a, a technical. It was a very technical match. It was uh-huh. a very pure wrestling bout between Sonata and Zack Sabre Jr. Okay. Great match. Right. But he said that, you know, do, having a great technical match in the U.S. is reading Shakespeare to dogs. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, I'm going to smack his ass when I see oh, him. Oh, oh, now you want to hate on Zack Sabre yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is America, damn it. Uh, ben Cliff is saying Lance Archer reminds me of a new school test, uh, but he's been really good uh, since going to New Japan and Ring of Honor. I can see that. I can see the test comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, test. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one match that surprised me because we talked about in the past episodes about Kenta. Remember we when we uh, we saw Kenta at um, what was it, Dominion? Yes, mm-hmm. he made his debut, and I was like, you know what? Like he's got to really do something for me because his WWE run was atrocious. Yes, yeah, it was. A, it the was injuries a... didn't help, and we talked about like maybe changing his name and not really understanding what he's supposed to be. Kind of took confidence away from him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Let me tell you something. His, Confidence is back, right? His match with Kota Bushi. I know some people were being critical on it. But his Why, match with though? Kota, because people like to be critical on everything. But his match, in my opinion, mm-hmm. his match with Kota Bushi last night surpassed anything and everything he did in the WWE. Okay. Well, he was in there with Ibushi. That one match. That helps. And he won. He went over Kota Ibushi. Yeah, he yeah, needed he to did. go over, man. He needed to. He needed And, man, that match was great. I was really, really impressed. And... Yo, Kenta's going to be all right, man. Kenta's going to be all right in New Japan. After the showing he had last night mm-hmm. with Kota Bushi, he's going to be all right. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> Hating on the English guy. Racist. I'm only joking. I understand why people don't like Zack Sabre Jr. Because we were talking about him before. Remember, we got the delay. But I do love him. Ben Cliff from England. No, I get people that like him. Because yeah. he, he is a great technical wrestler. He's just not my cup of tea. I don't, like yeah. him. I, I don't mind him, to be honest with you. I was just fucking around. But it, isn't, uh, Mario he hates win, him. Yeah, didn't he win it last year? The G1? No, 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 no. What he did Zack Zaber win that you were he, pissed off no, for like uh, New two Japan months? Cup. There you go. He won the New <laughs> Japan Cup. He won the New Japan Cup. I was like, him? I was like, he should have been Sonata. He should have been Sonata. Two months he was mad. <laughs> I was like, fuck Zack Zaber Jr. Um, and then the main event uh, that we finally got in the States. I wish we, I wish Tanahashi would have went over so we could have gotten a match between Tanahashi and Okada and New York at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Right. Uh-huh. But yeah, Okada and Tanahashi, it wasn't their best encounter, but it was still an entertaining match, and Okada went over. Okay. I can see that. I now, see that. What, why, why would you like to see that here in, in New York? Because it's just a, it's such an iconic feud, mm-hmm. and there's a feud compared to like The Rock and Austin and yeah. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and... You know, they, I would even go to say Cena Orton, uh, Steamboat and Ric Flair. Yeah, that's the that's mm-hmm. been their rivalry, and I would yeah. have loved to seen that at the Hammerstein Ballroom because New Japan dropped some news last night also that they're going to yeah, be coming to Boston, New York, and Philly. Oh, they're coming to Boston too. Yeah, Boston too. Oh. Boston, not nah, Boston. Nice. Now that's a city I could hate on. I think everybody can hate on Boston. I'm actually a Boston Celtics fan. Of so. course. <laughs> of course. Hey, they got a uh, they got Neff from. Uh, Boston, uh, not Boston, uh, the Bobcats. What's his name? Uh, Kemba. Kemba, yeah. Kemba Walker. How, how's your Knicks doing over there? Jesus. Not uh, talk about we're that. not talking about basketball. This is <laughs> oh a wrestling podcast. God. You cannot. Hi, yes, me. Go ahead, Mario. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to I'm gonna try to do New York and Philly. Uh-huh. I'm going to do New York. I know, uh, based on. Uh, I'm going to do all three. Yeah, right. Oh, sorry. No. You're, you're <laughs> You're not going to none. Let's be honest here. But like, you're going to Hammerstein with us. I would like to go to You should go to Hammerstein with us. Am, and Philly. You're not going to Philly. You know, I've never been to the ECW arena. That's got to, you got to do that. That's got to be on yeah, your bucket list, that's what bro. I'm saying. That's bucket list stuff there. That's man. what we got to do. It's got a nice bar there, too. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, um, Bumanos. It definitely like, changed it. Dale. So, the past week, besides we had New Japan and. Uh, we're going to get to some MLW stuff later. There's also um, a couple events that happened last week. Yes. What happened? Fighter Fest. Yes. yes. What a great show. AW's mm-hmm. Fighter Fest. Mm-hmm. Man. I thought you were going to keep playing this No, no, no. I'm not going to keep going. Sorry. Yo, I enjoyed this show more than I enjoyed Double or Nothing. I agree with that. Yes. 100%. Because top... Except the pre-show, because I know some, mm-hmm. there was some wacky stuff happening in the I pre-show. I didn't see the pre-show. I didn't see the pre-show either. Well, yeah, with the librarians and whatever. The librarians, and then uh, the dude that, that rubs, puts uh, Michael Taka, was ever. Yeah, Michael he put, Takazawa. He Takazawa. puts, like, oil on him. I thought that Takazawa. was some weird stuff, but I heard the three-way tag. Oh, yes. Between uh, Private Party, SCU, and Best Friends. I heard that match was incredible. I didn't okay. watch that match. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, the Young Bucks actually signed uh, Private Party to full-time deals. Nice. So um, that's good for them. They're young kids out of New York, you know, from uh, House of Glory, so good for them. But, man, from the main card, top Mm -hmm. to bottom, that whole card was great. I enjoyed it. Now, questions. Did they bring the mannequins in the pre-show or the actual show itself? Like when they changed out the mannequins for the actual, like, uh, women? Because the, the whole thing of Fighter Fest was making fun, fun of, of the, the Fire Fest. Of the Fire Fest. Ja Rule. That's why, that's why they had like the little igloo thing in the back and everything. 
I uh, think that was in the pre-show because I remember they. I saw actually women later okay. on. So no, but people were, actually didn't like that because they were poking fun of you know. Oh, we ran out of money. That's why we have to like you know switch out. But people tend to forget it's that. Stupid. But people tend to forget too that Fighter Fest, while it, it, it's an event that now it's going to become annually for AEW, yeah, yeah. it's connected with CEO, which is a gaming of course uh, event. Right. So it's not necessarily a standalone AEW event. That's why you had the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega cosplay as a Street oh, Fighter. That was awesome. Which was awesome. Yeah, it was. But it was a now imagine if Omega would have had his actual suit. I would have had. I would have had Omega actually come out as Mega Man. Yeah, that would have been dope. Cause yeah, he, but but it doesn't fit with it's CamCon, same world. Yeah, but they were doing Street Fighter. CamCon is same world as Mega okay. Man and Street Fighter. Uh oh, here we go. Uh huh. It would have made perfect sense. Okay, go ahead. it's a game. It's a gaming yeah. event, so people would have. I would have because it makes sense. Omega, Mega Man, right, right. So V Trigger, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it all makes perfect mm. sense to for have them to cosplay. Whatever, I'm okay with what we got. But yeah, people tend. That's why people that were shitting on it and criticizing, them, like, oh, well, why are they doing so much yeah, wacky they're stuff? Stupid. If anything, I thought there was more questionable things happening in Double or Nothing than in Fighter Fest. Yeah, definitely on the pre-show. That that battle royal, I I will go to say that was one of the worst battle royals. It was a memorable battle royal because of how bad it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you needed to get some of these people on there. Like uh, again, so we watch the Royal Rumble because we are emotionally invested in ninety percent of the people that show up on mm -hmm. there. So it doesn't matter what anything stupid that they do, we're still gonna watch it because we kind of know these people. But with this battle royal, like we need to get introduced to a lot of these characters. We know of them because mm -hmm. we watch a lot of wrestling. But a lot of people don't know who they are. Yeah. So maybe you do need to do some of that stuff so you can remember the number one nine. I it's not. I that that was. <laughs> I don't want to even touch on the battle royal because we already went he through. He technically that. can't lose the battle royal because he doesn't not have legs or feet. In order yeah. to lose the battle yeah. royal, both your feet have yeah. to touch the ground. So technically, he won that battle royal. He should be in the three way with Jericho and Adam Page. Yes, I said it. Is he Curtis Axel? <laughs> like, he, so, ne he never lost. So one thing that we criticized about Double or Nothing, which they um, they definitely did their tweaks for Fighter Fest, yeah. is the broadcasting team. We thought that um, Alex Marvez was atrocious. He's horrible. Yeah. yeah. And he wasn't on commentary for this event. Um, some kid named Golden Boy. He's a New York native. I think he does mm. things for Twitch. Um, he ended up being the third man. He ended up being the Byron Saxon of the three. I enjoyed his commentary. I, I did too. I enjoyed the commentary throughout the whole show, and I felt like Jr. was back in his groove. Yeah, he did. It felt good to see uh, good old Jr. 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 To me, guys, he felt more at ease. Yes, he felt more like relaxed, like, comfortable. Yes, yes. Like on you know on the first on Double or Nothing, like they I didn't let him talk. He okay. So this is the thing, though. You when was the when before that did you have all three of them sit down? They did. And call a match? They did practice runs. Okay, it's but it's not the same. But practice is not the same. Yeah. You and I both know Mario. We could sit here and go live, and mm. we're fine, and we're going and go. Try to record it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's never going to be it's the not same. Not going to be the same. Nope. So, but this is good. This is a good step forward because again, that's why you you need to see this, and that's why a lot of people in the wrestling world are so stupid because you're already like picking on the on the product that is two shows in. Like, give it some time. Let them let them work on it. Let get to know these people. Watch being the elite. Get to know like everything that's going on. Don't just say, "Oh, this uh, compared to WWE, this was really bad." No, this was really good. Yeah, Again, I, I enjoyed it, man. Yeah. To the double or nothing, ten times better. 
Yeah. Um, the women's three way I thought was amazing. I think there the women's yes. match was better than the double or nothing one. You had uh Nyla yeah. Rose is a star. She is yeah. a star. Yeah. And Yuka and Rio, if I'm not mistaken, those were the two other Japanese girls. They those th- all three women just tore it up. Yeah, they made her look like a thousand dollars out there, a mm-hmm. million dollars out there. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. It was like a slow build, and then finally when. Uh, you know, the climax happened. It was just like, oh, I thought mm-hmm. that she was going to win Nyla Rose, but she wound up losing. But, I, but that's I thoroughly the thing. enjoyed it. You, you don't need to have her win in order for her yeah, to win. Yeah, but Nyla yeah. Rose got her heat back, you know, with the post-match beatdown. So, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. The match was just great. I enjoyed that more than the, the four-way that we got at Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some controversial stuff that did happen on the show. So we had Cody Rhodes um, having a match with Darby Allin. Darby Allen, he's an evolved regular. Well, he was an evolved regular. That's how I know him. He, he's all over the Indies too, like Northeast Wrestling. Um, and he had a match with Cody, and it went to a, a draw, a time limit draw, which is great because that's an art that's missing in wrestling. Yes. yes. Time. Well, not missing in wrestling, missing in WWE. Time limit draws. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, and C- Cody made Darby shine in this one. Yes. Yeah. yeah he made a star there, and uh, we saw Darby Allen. At uh, uh, WrestleCon, he wrestled. I was trying to remember the name of this guy. He looks like a fucking bull. He's a luchador. He just uh, Taurus. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's from AAA. Yeah. He he wrestled Taurus, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Taurus put a whooping on him. But <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something, man. He was smacking the shit out. I was like, damn. But um, yeah, man. Cody and Darby Allen was a really really great yeah. match. And as the time was winding down, I was just like, man, this is about to be a draw. Man, I I loved it. I loved I, this it. Is the, this is something that WWE doesn't do it, but obviously AEW is doing, which is great. Because Cody necessarily didn't need to win this match. And no. I think a lot of people want thought that Cody yeah. Cody's a bigger star. He's going to win. Mm-hmm. But the draw didn't hurt Darby Allen at all. Because uh, it made him, if uh, anything. Exactly. exactly. Like, like I haven't seen Darby Allen wrestle. This was actually the first time I've ever seen him wrestle. Mm. What caught my eye first was the half dead, half face, and, whatever. And, and the Stevie Richards shorts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with the tights. And <laughs> with the, the tights. With yeah. the tights. You have this girlfriend's so, tights. But, Priscilla mm-hmm. Kelly's tights. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I'm okay with that. Mm. Uh, but visually, it was an entertaining match. Visually, like when he did when he did the, the trust uh, fall to the corner and then Cody rolled out of the way. Like you haven't seen that. Some of the videos that are out on the internet with that with, with that the trustful with the fall. <laughs> they making fun of that fucking kid that does the stupid videos. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. The juggalo guy. Yeah, the, the juggalos <laughs> and the jiggalettes. Whoop whoop. So let's talk about the controversial spot that happened. But, after but it the was match. but 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 uh, it was an entertaining match. Great. It got the person over that you needed to get over. Darby Allen. Cody, you don't need to get Cody over. He's already there. Okay. But what happened after the match? So we see Sean Spears, Ty mm-hmm. Dillinger, come out with the chair. The perfect 10. And man, yo, he laid that shit on Cody. Yes, he did. So it was unexpected. Was it needed? No. But it has happened in the past mm-hmm. where we've seen head, uh, chair shots to the head. And it's crazy because going back, and we're talking about like NWO and, and stuff like that. Going back 27 years ago... Chair shots to the head was so normal, and we used yeah. to watch it with no problem. We used to watch it like it was nothing. Yeah. We're like, oh, damn. that!" We used to be like, damn, he took that chair shot. We just thought, now, looking at it, it's cringe. And for me, mm. it's very cringeworthy. Yeah. And do I think it's unnecessary? Yes. But besides, luckily, Cody didn't get no concussion or anything. Mm. But you know what? That bo- we know of. That we know of. 
I don't think that, I don't think they would hide that though. I think AEW they want to be so different from mm-hmm. WWE. I honestly don't think they want to be controversial and hide certain. So you're things telling me that he was playing being concussed? Basically. Yes, absolutely. Okay. What I didn't like about this, tell me, was the commentary, the fact that they kept on talking about CTE and the fact like he didn't put his hand up. Why are you telling us that? Yeah, we're the audience and we're keeping it kayfabe, right? Why mm-hmm. are you telling me? That he forgot to put the hand up. Sell it. Sell, Sell it. it. Sell it. That's the only thing I didn't like. Um, and I also thought that the chair shot was unnecessary. But Sammy, tell me your take, brother. I liked it. I think it. it was good. I <laughs> did. Was good. I liked it. I like a little violence in my wrestling. I don't man. like. I don't. I. I, I don't care for the fact that Cody could have got. Yeah. No, there's, man, a, there's other ways you could have gotten that across. Though. By the way. By the way, right. he did not blade. He did not blade. People that think that he no, bladed, no, he didn't no. blade at all. He he'll be alright. He's a grown man. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> he old school, right? He old school. <laughs> yeah. His dad is Dusty Rhodes. Right. He'll, he'll be, be alright. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with Mario. I didn't. I didn't like the commentary part where mm. he said he forgot to put his hand up. Like, like let's just sell it as a wicked chair shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of cringeworthy looking back but it brings back good memories of the 90s let's look all right there Mick Foley I'm not (laughs) a fan of the chair shot to the back I'm not a a fan of the chair shot with the hand around the top of it and you hit him in the gut okay let's use it for what it's used for let's hit him in the head because I've I've but, I, but I missed you, that. Okay, but do you yeah, put your but hands we, up or not? But we, okay, I agree with you with the chair shots. I don't need to. Let me hit you with the chair with you know, without putting my hand up. I think the head shots, I think it's unnecessary. How about bro. this? We put our hand up. We put our hand up. Yeah, but it's just, it's just what you just said right now. When you put your hand over the top of the, the when chair. When you do it right, it, it, looks, it still looks good. There... I agree, with, I agree with when Sam. You right, when you do it right, it still looks right, good. It looks good. You put it up right, like last minute. The Cody, the, <laughs> while it does bring back old school feels, I agree with you 110%. Yeah. But uh-huh. back then, we didn't know mm-hmm. the stuff that we know now, yeah. though, dude. Like, oh, you wanted the yeah. Dudley Boys to smack well, everybody well, like, up. Listen, we all love hardcore wrestling and mm-hmm. stuff and all that good stuff. But come on, man. The, the chair shot was unnecessary. We didn't need it. David yeah. John has a good question here on the chat. He says, maybe they, the, maybe they meant hand up to defend the shot. About the commentary people. I think you're just... Hey, while kayfabe is dead, you're, the mm-hmm. announcers is not helping. You should have taken nah, it to... Nah. They should have just sold it. Sold it. Focus sold more it. Focus more on Ty Dillinger's shot. Why did he do it? Focus okay. more on that. The condition of Cody. Is he going to be Is he gonna be ready for Fight for the Fallen? Mm-hmm. What's the effect of the chair shot? Uh, uh, how much can Cody handle? Like, yeah. let, Let's focus on that. Let's not focus mm-hmm. that he didn't put on his hands up. He'd be all right. He'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think we need it, though. Fucking sick. I don't, I don't think we need the, the. I don't think I'm good with chair shots. I don't think we need chair shots to the head. That's my take because now we know a lot more stuff Yeah. about, um, you know. Well, I mean, t- take a look. About, the about the brain, if you will. <laughs> For the people that are watching the <laughs> video, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I see there? I see Cody Rhodes uh, blading. Yeah. Okay. He didn't fucking blade people. What the hell's wrong with you? No, uh, no from no. what I hear, the the chair was gimmicked, but they gimmicked it wrong. That's not gimmicked. You know what Taz said on his podcast? There's really no much of a difference between yeah. gimmick chairs and actual chairs. Yeah, yeah, no, they tried to like make it bend mm-hmm. when he hit him or something, and apparently that that backfired and well, cut his head. Well, uh, Hugo Savinovich uh, actually was telling a story. Um, if you guys go back to WrestleMania 17, I think it was when Hogan hits him with the chair. That's 19. 19. 19. Okay, okay. Well, that's during the Hogan and McMahon match. Okay. So if you go back, Sammy, on that on that actual match, he hits Hugo with a chair. 
He says, I got to right. know mm-hmm. why they call him Hulk Hogan on that night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bet, uh, yo, he, yo, he was still probably ringing. Yo, <laughs> For real. I remember Hugo Savinovich. Yo, he took. He didn't put his hand up. He no. took the shot. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Hugo used to be a wrestler, right? Hey, you know the um, yeah, you know the build up to that McMahon and Hogan match. You know where that started, right? Mm-hmm. If you actually think, if you actually yes. think, I was just the right guy at the right place at the raw at the right time. <laughs> Let me say it one more time so you completely understand, McMahon. Man. If you actually believe in your mind, if you actually think that I was just the right gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some stuff here in the chat. Uh, ben Cliff is saying, the way I see the chair shot to the head, if the wrestler receiving the head shot is okay with it, accepts the dangers of it, and still is all right receiving it, then that's fine by me. Ben <laughs> Cliff, you get the $1,000 prize. I don't have a thousand dollar prize to give you. What are you, what are you doing, bro? Shut hey, the fuck up! You're hey, not open let me mouth. let me tell you the something. Surprise prize. <laughs> surprise! Exactly. You could you could surprise. You could have actually won a yeah. fucking goodie bag, and he yeah. just ruined it. Surprise! Well, you don't get shit. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Just for that, Ben, I'll be in touch with you. I'm gonna get you something. Yo, I'm gonna go out of my yo, way. I'm gonna get you something. Yo, I, la puta madre que te parió. <laughs> remil puta. Oh, yeah. I agree with Ben's take. Yes, yes, but does that make it right? Does it make it necessary to chair shots? No, no. I, absolutely. I agree that Cody was probably cool with it. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Cody went like this to Sean. Yo. Tune me up, yo, brother. Sean, yo, Sean. Hit me with that chair. Yeah. As, Sean, hard. as, Sean, as hard as you can. Sean's like, what? Hit me with the chair. Hit me with the chair, all right? Why you being all a right. bitch? Hit me with the chair. Yeah, hit me with the chair. <laughs> he probably, he probably, listen, nah. I don't like your wife. Your wife's a bitch. I'm going to hit you with the chair now. <laughs> oh, I, I, and and I'm cool with all that. I am cool with all that. He better hey, get married, right? Let, yeah, let's go. Let's go rewind back to um Taker and Triple H um, back from WrestleMania 27, I'm mistaken. That chair shot to the head, they both got fined for that because they decided to do that on, with themselves. Mm. Yeah. All right? Which is fine. I get it. I get that. Take, but if, it's, if they're both cool with it, yeah. but does it make it right? No. Was this chair shot unnecessary? Absolutely, it was yeah. unnecessary. Is it dangerous? Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. I'll agree with that. But um, hey man, shout out to David John. That that's an old buddy of mine. We used to go to the um, the ECW arena, and he actually put me on the Ring of Honor. So shout out to him. He's a good, good dude. Oh nice. Yeah, man. So let's talk about the next match. No, which I'm was sorry. my favorite match of the whole uh, show. Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid versus the Elite. Man, this match was good. I was watching mm-hmm. this match with uh, my pops. We watched the last two matches together. Mm-hmm. And he was pumped up for this match. He was he thought this match was amazing. This one? That one. That one. That one. <laughs> um, match was really, really good. Uh, yes. Laredo Kid shined in this one. Uh, they all looked good. And we saw a little tease at the end. The Elite went over. And we saw a little tease at the end that possibly we're going to see another Pentagon and Omega match, which I'm all about. Yeah, of man. Course. They went uh, face-to-face afterwards. This was a great match. This was a great match. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. The one criticism I could say is just there it is. slow it down just a little bit. Okay. But it's a luchador style right. that Penta and, and Phoenix and, and uh, Laredo Kid are doing. It's not slowed down. I it has to be fast. It has to be moving. It has I to be think running. Just, just a tad bit. Just a tad bit. Uh huh. A cunt hair, if you will. Whoa! <laughs> I deal, man. You know what? You know what? I, 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 which is Sam's entitled to his own uh-huh. opinion, right? And that's what's great about Sam being part of the show, because we all have different opinions here. Yeah, yeah. 
right? Of course. And Sam always backs up an opinion, which is great. Mm. But like, how, how can you say like you like? I don't understand your theory of you wanted them to like kind of tone it down a little bit. I want you to stay here for this. Yet you're okay with the chair shot to the head. Just like, no, no, just <laughs> slow it down just a a slight bit. Just a slight bit. As long as their matches ain't always like that, I'm cool with it. This yeah. didn't hurt because it was a, it was a. It was a three-on-three, three, right? There was no titles online. It was just a regular three-on-three. Three. And I think you wanted to put the spotlight on Laredo Kid in this one because yes. all the other guys here was established. So I'm okay with the speed on how they went. But, I don't think I, I think the match was perfect, well, in even, my opinion. Even going back to Double or Nothing, and we talked about it before, where you know we got basically the inside scoop saying that they wanted to put uh, Ray Phoenix over. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing. Mm-hmm. You wanted Laredo Kid to shine. You wanted to put him over. You wanted to showcase him. Mm-hmm. And that's what you did. Now... With that luchador style, again, yeah, you don't want it to be all the time because then it's, it's just gonna be like Ring of Honor, it's a like, spot the young, like the Young Bucks versus uh, the Dust, the, the the you know Dusty, Dustin and um and Cody. It's gonna be a completely different match. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So we're not gonna get what we got um at Fighter Fest. Mm. Plus, you understand pretty much what we got at Fighter Fest was a PWG match. That's pretty much oh, what we got. Because PWG is nothing but spot, is spot after spot yeah. after spot after spot mixed in with that Lucha Libre style mm-hmm. from AAA and CMML, which it just, it's like no. it's like a it's literally like a, a like car crash, a car crash. It's, all, it's yeah. like spot here, exactly. spot there. So I was cool with it. I liked mm-hmm. it because AEW is going to give us different. Right. Yeah. Not like WWE, which almost everything's the same shit. Now, now give it give a lot of props to the Young Bucks. Because they're able to switch up their style. Yep. Yeah, man. They're yep. switch hitters. Of course, depending on who you go with. Again, to Mario's point, when they face off against the Rhodes brothers, it's going to be a totally different match than what you got here. It's going to be a totally different match than what you saw down in Mexico when they dropped the titles to the Lucha brothers. Right, right. Because even if you look at that match, they were flying. All you needed to do was put a mask on them. And you could, you would think they would you know they were luchadors of course one yeah. one more thing to touch on about this match they're gonna have a rematch at Triple Mania <laughs> here right oh wow. no 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 the next one in Mexico City Mexico City <sighs> you're thinking of um I forget what the event's called in the U S at the Garden but that's invasion December. invasion New York something like that. are we going to that oh yeah we're right. going you have no idea I'm already working on that what? all right so we're going that in <laughs> September that's at the Garden. <laughs> Sammy, but who knows? We might get. Off. We actually might get the Bucks and Omega at this AAA show at the Garden. They be, might, because AEW's in bed with AAA. Yeah, that'd be dope. I think we're gonna see some crossover. We're gonna see some AEW guys, especially if they're if they're gonna if some of the AEW talent it's is going to be at Triple yeah. Mania and AAA. Yeah, Cody's gonna be there too. Yeah, he's gonna mm-hmm. be tagging with Kane uh, Velasquez. Yeah, <laughs> how does that see? happen? That's nuts, dude. That's By the way, Kane Velasquez using a mask. Mm, yeah, that's cool. He has that's his own cool. mask made down there. That's cool. Wow. He was actually training with Killer Cross. Nice. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. And let's talk about the main event because we saw the return to Extreme on a big platform. We saw Joey Janela versus John Moxley, and man, if people thought that John Moxley lost his touch, um, on like being part of death matches or extreme matches or hardcore matches, he proved all of y'all wrong because mm-hmm. these two did not pull anything back. They put it all out there. I th- I enjoy the match. The match was great. Yeah, absolutely. I love I love this one. I love this one. If I'm watching it and my wife goes, uh, I can't watch it. That it's means good. that means it's good. That means it's violent. That means that it's old school the way I like it. It's a throwback to the old death matches in Puerto Rico. It's a throwback Dang. to the death matches in ECW. Death in also in Japan. Yeah, Japan. 
Let's yo. I'm so hyped that they used real barbed wire. Man, I I love it. I love it. <laughs> it, it's was, it was great. It was yeah. great. And it, and Moxley made Joey Janela here. Yeah. If Joey yeah. Janela wasn't already a star before. Oh, he made him know. even a bigger star yeah. in this match. Right. But but that, okay, so at the end of the day, that's what wrestling is about, where you have the veteran putting over the young guy. And I feel like that happened twice with Darby Allen yeah. and Joey Janela. Of course. That spot with the feet on the tax and everything. Brutal. You know how many times I've seen that spot done with uh, Joey Janela in person, mm-hmm. like in smaller shows? Okay, that was the first time I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now, again, that's why... So remember we were talking about the, the, that guy that got the trial and Bret Hart told him, what are you good at? Yeah, Tom McGee. Tom McGee, okay? So I'm pretty sure that John uh, Moxley sat down. I was about to call him Dean Ambrose. That he sat down and said, okay, what are you good at? Mm-hmm. What are your spots? What makes? What do you like to do that makes you look good? And that's all you need to do to make him look good. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. I, especially this is an extreme rules match, so it's, they're, they're not going to be technical in the fucking no, but, match. And but t- that's what I'm saying. And, you know, telling a story, But that's will. what I'm saying. You've seen it live. Mm-hmm. So and and even the one that we were looking with the pasta on the head, you know what I mean? The with uh, the Lucha Brothers. Oh, you're talking about what, what is it? Um, it's not pasta. It's something else. It's uh skewers. It's it's, it's it, they're kind of like chopsticks he said in a way. Pasta. They look like pasta to me. I don't no, know. it they're doesn't look like pasta. They're like they're kind of like chopsticks or whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah, Sammy like, Callahan and Pentagon has done the same spot it's too. Like barbecue skewers. Yeah, skewers. Sorry. Yeah, that that spot's insane. So, dude. so, but that's what I'm saying. Like you guys have seen it live, right? But now this is the stage. So now, if you were to choose what makes you stand out, mm-hmm. being Joey Janela, you've done that spot already. Look, we're doing it. You know what? We're doing that. Yeah. So to me, that I haven't been to the shows, that I've watched the Fighter Fest, I'm like, oh shit, I've never seen this before. That elbow drop from the ladder was insane too. So now that shows you that they're pushing the envelope on a on a bigger stage mm-hmm. because again, you're putting them over. Yeah. That's what you need to do. So I really enjoy the match. Really enjoy the whole thing. Now they the, tore it up. Now Omega coming out. That was expected. I called it. Remember in last week's show? Yeah. I called it. Uh, Omega had to come out. Of course. I'm uh, glad that he didn't cost them the match. What I like also is the story they're telling between Moxley and Omega is that Moxley's pushing Omega to a side that we haven't seen Omega yet. Mm-hmm. That's the story they're telling. Are we going to see a death match between the two? I think it's gonna be an unsanctioned, uh, no DQ, uh, hardcore, if you will, whatever title they want to name it. Now, do, I, are you gonna have one or three matches? Well, they, they're gonna have a match at all out, and then depending okay. on what happens there, then we might see a series of matches. I don't know; it's too far for us to tell. Mm. But I think the, the right way to t- have this match is to let it to be a no DQ because no. the story they're telling is Mox is pushing Omega to a side that we haven't seen Omega in yet, and if you saw at the ending of that show. After Moxley got beating the crap out of from Omega, mm. Moxley was laughing. Yeah. He's smiling. He's like, I've, I've got you there. I've taken you but that far. Again, th- you told a story within a story within a story, mm-hmm. right? Which is, it, it's all about layers, right? So, and, and to, to Sammy's point, yeah, it's good that he didn't come out and cost him the match. Yeah. Because then that allows you to close that chapter and say, you know what? Joey Janela, we had, the, we had our match. It's over. Right? I beat you, but now this is what happened. You know what I mean? Now I'm opening up for, for my next thing. You're closing your, your, your stories. Now in the WWE where you have, you know, uh, Lars come out a couple of weeks, beats up the Lucha House Party, and then goes away. You know what I mean? Or, or things like that. So the good thing about this, and again, from now on, we're always going to 
compare them to the WWE, but I'm talking about story-wise. You don't need to have them interfere in the match. Wait for the match to be over and then start something else or, or continue it because then now you can have them intertwined. So let's say John Moxie can't make it to, to a, a fight or whatever, a match. Fight for the fallen. You can have somebody else come in and then you still keep that story going. So now this is where you start to get a lot more of these different effects coming in and different things because you have a stable you have the elite where now Moxie can go after somebody else. I think the story they're telling they're gonna just keep it between Omega you and think Moxley. So? I don't think they're gonna they're gonna include anybody else. I like uh, Ben Cliff's comment here that he says uh, the Mox Janela match was utter filth. Add Jimmy Havoc and hopefully Sammy Callahan sometime oh, yeah. soon, and we could have a four way death match that would be vile and disgusting. Would be epic. I like the idea. I'm so- that we got Jimmy Havoc already. <laughs> And you see Sammy you just got let go MLW. You know what I think about Jimmy Havoc, too? People forget that Jimmy Havoc is actually a great wrestler. People just see him yeah. as a deathmatch guy. Yeah. But he's actually a really, really good wrestler. Right, right. We'll probably see that side of him, too, in AEW, too. I think, I, I think I'm cool with them having the matches that we saw at uh, Fighter Fest in the main event. They just can't have this all the time because you're going to water the shit down. We yeah, that's true. We don't need... AEW is going to be bigger than an ECW or these ultra-violent companies like a GCW and CCW. Mm-hmm. This is The company's not going to focus on these matches. Have no. these matches when they matter, and it's going to mean something. I don't need to be seeing these type of matches every single week. Of course. And, and you got a point there. You, you, want, you want to drop it in kind of like what, uh, what Heyman was doing mm-hmm. with uh, the Luchadors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you have your product, and then you sprinkle something that makes no sense, but... In due time, it does make sense because you're bringing something else and you're bringing something different that people haven't seen or they've seen before, just not gotten deep into it. I'll I'll agree. It should be used as like a blow-off kind of thing, like at the end of a feud. Now, we have a comment here. Did you guys see John Moxley interrupt Killer Cross in an indie promotion, which we actually put that up on our page? We posted on the page. Uh, And Moxley attacked Killer Cross. I've wanted to see Cross versus Moxley since Mox came came back to the indies. Yeah, for those that don't know, Killer Cross did a video package like like, uh, a couple weeks after Moxley did his, Mm -hmm. you know, with the bar and kind of the emphasis of the video is that Killer Cross is trying to find this Death Rider guy, which is John Moxley. And they, uh, Moxley showed up at this promotion up in uh, Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and yeah, they had a little impromptu, a uh, little you know, face off and stuff. Yeah, and Moxie just seems like he's having tons of fun out there. Um, you could tell by his work, you could tell just by his facial expressions. Another thing I liked about John Moxie at the Fighter Fest is that he was wearing the gear that he debuted in, and all these other promotions like the Indies and New Japan, he's wearing tights. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that. We it's- have our AEW Moxley, and we have our. Any promotions, Moxley or New Japan Moxley, so I I'm excited to see where this goes. One more note on uh, Kenny Omega and John Moxley, and I mm-hmm. think this is going over people's heads. John Moxley right now is the current IWGP United States Champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the first IWGP United States Champion? Kenny Omega. Yeah. A lot of people tend to forget that, so I think that's a little mm. fun, quick tidbit. Ah, very nice, very nice. All right. Let's switch brands. Let's talk about WWE because yeah. Monday Night Raw was amazing. Yes, yes, it was. It was great. That's the first time I think we said that since <laughs> WrestleMania. I know. It was good, man. Yeah. It started off with a bomb. Literally. It literally started off with a bomb. Yeah, man. So we had this 
Uh, what was it? What was it? A street fight? Last man standing? Where they? Man, I love this match with Bobby Lashley. Yo, Braun Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman tore it up, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Those and football tackles are really good, though. You could tell right off the bat the way they were working, something was going to be different here, and we wasn't going to get the same old shit. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Heyman rallied the troops in the back. Yeah, because Heyman was um Made was there on Raw Kool-Aid. and was definitely uh he didn't take full control of the show, but he definitely played his part in the show. Right, and that spot that we got where they destroyed the the, the set, they said, the and night. we got the holy shit from Corey well, that, Graves. That was good though. That was good. That was great. That was dropped. He was because it is. It wasn't like a like a Joey Styles like, like oh my god. It, it, it was it was very like. <laughs> It was like, holy shit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great, man. And the camera angles was yes. great. The way they were shooting it. Also, commentary, taking a step back and not saying anything. Of I course. loved it. I fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. It started, it started off the show the way Raw should start out. With mm-hmm. like a nice shock to the system. It's like, a, oh, are you watching this right now? Did yeah. you see what just happened? Social media starts blowing up. It makes you want to change the channel. Like, hold up, Law and Order is good Mar-C-T-V. right now, but let me let me change over to Raw real quick. Let mm-hmm. me see what's going on. You know, I enjoy the show, um, and we're gonna to touch on on a couple more other things. But what a way to start the show! Yeah, with them destroying the set, and rumor has it that mm. the reason they destroy the set is we're gonna see a new version of the type of the Thank set at God. some point. And That's this dope. is great. You got to make SmackDown Raw different. Yes. You have to make them different shows because right now they feel the same. Bring back the metal ramp. Bring back the fist. That'd be dope. <laughs> or bring back the oval. I don't even mind the oval, the original yeah. SmackDown set. Yeah, I don't man. even mind that. Um, whew. Well, your boy came back. Undertaker came back again. Yeah, he man. cut a a very awkward promo. We don't need. You think him. it was awkward? I thought the promo was atrocious. But oh my wait, God. wait, wait. Let me finish. I I didn't mind him returning and having this little face off with Drew and Shane, and then they they kind of Shane was like, Drew, come on, let's go, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I thought the promo was shit though. Um, uh, the fact that they he even got Taker even got booed when he said. Shane McMahon, you might be the best in the world in this world. He got booed. Taker got booed when yeah. he said that. Yeah, he should. Come on, if your reason for coming back is because I'm the deliverer of souls, yeah, it, the come pro- on, The promo man. was shit, man. Like, I, I like came here to whoop you your know, ass. You know what? Undertaker used to cut great promos when he was the American badass. Yes, man. of course. Promos are great. By the way, I saw a video this morning of the skyscrapers. Uh, with uh, Mean Mark Mean Calloway Mark, Mean Mark. And, That's a throwback uh, right there And Teddy Long Was their Manager Was their manager Who was the other guy? Uh, Wasn't it Sid Vicious? Sid Vicious was it, one of the lo- skyscrapers like At Vicious, one point But it was It wasn't it, Sid one of, one of the skyscrapers At one point was Sid Vicious though Yeah, yeah. I don't think they were to, I don't think him and Taker Was together were they? The guy didn't Man, look like Sid it's Vicious. Been so long. It, it's been so long. So, but yeah, it, and, and things I'm, are fine. I've watched very, very, very little of uh, Mean Mark. Yeah, but uh, but uh, the American Badass. Yes, he cut great promos. I, I did not enjoy a Taker's promo. And yeah, the deliver of souls. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't enjoy it, man. Hey, come on, man. come on, hey, man. man. Come on, Sam, Mister Optimistic. Come nah, on, man. You won't. Let, you ain't gonna make me turn on Taker. No. No, I'm not gonna make. You I turn turned on, on CM Punk two weeks ago. I ain't gonna turn on Taker I'm today. Not, no, I want you to defend it like you normally do. Hey, man, it's the legend to undertake, man. <laughs> let me tell you something. A couple years ago, Vince McMahon called him his bitch, right? And then he pulled off that Hell in a Cell match with Shane McMahon, right? 
And then we forgot all about that shit. Man, let's not act like The Undertaker hasn't been booked in some shitty spots in the past. That's my biggest gripe with him, though. All not right. with him, the way he's booked. Let me let me rephrase that. Right. Not with Taker. Not with Taker, because I love Taker. With the way he gets booked. So let me ask you this, Mario. Me and you, we're at Monday Night Raw. We don't know Undertaker's coming out. That gong hits. Boom. I'm, no, popping? I'm, I'm popping. But no, that, there you go. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pop, but let's not... Let's not focus on the pop. Let's not focus like, okay, it's Undertaker. I'm always going to pop for Undertaker because he's the Undertaker. He's a legend. But that doesn't make it right that they've been using him poorly. Let's yeah. not let's not cover the shitty storylines and the shit booking on Taker with, oh, it's a pop. Let's not cover that, all right? All right, all right. I'm going to pop for Taker, of course. And listen, when Taker made his return last week, right? Yeah. No, or two weeks ago. Because last week was his Monday. I'm not. I texted okay. you. I said, you watching this? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Listen, listen, if I was there live, of course I would have popped. I'm like, oh shit, it's The Undertaker. Right, right, right. But then after the, the, you know. The die down? After it dies down, I'm like, but man. Look at his hair. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to say that, but he's like, yo, but we just seen him. That, that That's yeah. like, like, we just seen him. Listen, if, Taker's a legend. Nobody's going to take away that from Taker. Anytime you see Taker, if you're there live, right, of course you're going to pop for him. I'm not saying I'm not going to pop for him. I don't want it. It's, it's funny you brought that up because I wanted to bring that up today too my criticism on his booking has nothing to do with me disliking undertaker me liking undertaker or if i'm there live at the show i'm not gonna pop for the guy because i love taker but let's not cover that up the pop let's not cover that up with the shit booking and they bring them back consistently for meaningless shit i'll i'll agree with you there that the goldberg thing should have never happened right Mm -hmm. and the promo wasn't one of his best (laughs) at all thank you at all but we got Undertaker back on TV, so can we look at it in a positive light on that end? Let's just I say still, I we listen, got one of our legends from our childhood. This is what, I, this is what I'm going to say to you. And they got and, him in a tag I'm match. Gonna, I'm going to meet you halfway. How about that? Okay. I'm going to meet you halfway. This tag match is atrocious. They made it extreme rules, and I'm not into it. But hold on. Wait. 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 I'm going to pretty this up a little right, bit. Right, right. Okay. But if this gets us to a Drew and Taker match at SummerSlam, I'm all in. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I met you halfway. All right. The tag match is still shit. I'm not liking the tag match because I don't like this Roman and Shane McMahon for you. But if it gets us to a Drew and Taker match at SummerSlam, I'll, I'm okay with it. All right. All right. You like that? I met I, you halfway. I, I do like it. Here's what I'll say about the tag match. <laughs> don't like Shane, right? But if you're going to book Taker, protect Taker. Put him in a tag match. When it comes right? to the actual match, it makes it makes sense because it's going to protect Taker. Right. That, I'm not arguing that part. A la what we saw with Great Muda at yes. ECW. Right I'm not. That's not the part. I think you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm okay with how they're using Taker. You in just don't. Do you don't like the storyline? I at all. don't like the storyline, the feud. But if it gets us to a Drew and Taker match, I'll be cool with it. Because guess yeah. what? Drew is a great worker. Thousand times better than Roman, and Drew is gonna make Taker look great. How long is that Taker uh, Drew match? Eight minutes? We giving him eight? It's gotta be under ten. <laughs> under ten? <laughs> under ten. It's All gotta right, be under let's ten. Give him under ten. It's gotta be under ten. So, I do. I do. If it. Like I said, I met you halfway. If it gets us to a Drew Taker match, I'm all for it. It's all good, man. Um, and by the way, this tag match is now no holds barred at Extreme Rules. Yeah, we and <laughs> and you know it's funny they said <laughs> they said the um the Seth Becky and the uh, Baron Corbin uh, what the fuck is it Lacey, Lacey Evans is an Extreme Rules match now. What the fuck is the difference? 
They just it's just different titles to make it seem different. What is the difference? Jesus. Well, look, look, and and, and I feel like every time we're we're talking about certain things, we're comparing it to the days old WrestleMania twenty two. We had a hardcore match between Mick Foley and Edge. Yeah. Then we had a no no holds barred match between Vince McMahon and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, you got a point. You yeah. got a point. And it, didn't we have a casting match between Taker and Mark Henry on that one? Which is technically a no disqualification match. So come on, it's all the same shit. Yeah, man. All, all right. right. Um, do you know what a cuckold is? Oh Jesus. Um. Yeah. Um. We're. we're it's that definitely a Paul Heyman idea. So it was re- it was revealed that Maria Canellis is pregnant, but they did it in a way where Maria Canellis and Mike Bennett, I refuse to call him Mike Canellis, they, uh, they showed... Yeah, man, they kind of emasculated my man with that one. They, uh, they, you know, they confronted, <laughs> they confronted, uh, Becky... Even with the name, like... They could, they confronted <laughs> Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, which, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins in my TV is just horrendous. It's, it's cringeworthy, it's, yeah, it makes me nauseous, it's just, oh, cringe. why am I seeing this? Anyways... Yeah. After a horrible promo from both of them, and I love them both separately, I just don't want to see them together in my TV. Um, you see Maria Canellis and Mike Bennett come out, and Maria Canellis cut a fucking mean promo at Becky and Seth, and and kind of you know belittled Mike. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can say that again, brother. Man, Jesus Christ! So the rumor is that. They put her in that spot because they signed and then revealed that she was pregnant after they signed a five-year Smart deal. on their part, though. I, You know what? I support this move so much because they have a kid now. She's just pregnant. So he's like, yo, we're going to get paid. <laughs> They're looking go. at it like, we're going to get paid. They'll eat up the five years. They'll probably get used like shit. But guess what? After five years from now, what? Mike might be in his, like, what? Late 30s, maybe early 40s. And if he wants to have another quick run in another promotion or the Indies or Ring of Honor or one of the other promotions, he could do it. Right. Fuck it. They're going to get paid, bro. Yeah, that's That's how true. I look at it. Smart smart on their part. Their kids are going to be taken care of because they're going to make all this type of money. Good for them, man. But it might be five years of just awkward booking for them from here on out. But, you already see how it started off. Yeah, but let's be honest here. The last couple of years between the, with them, they, they've been used like shit anyway. That's true. So... What? That does another five years matter? <laughs> Come on. Ah, Jesus Christ. They're going to get paid, though. She said, uh, you're not man enough to get me pregnant. As a matter of fact, let Becky impregnate me next time. I said, okay. <laughs> what it, the fuck? Uh, apparently, Paul Heyman produced this. Hey, it's got Paul's fingerprints all over it. Definitely. Uh, very uh, ECW. Very Jace. weird. Very, very weird. But, um, yeah. Let's see where it goes. Who knows? What's going to happen? Yeah, I don't think nothing good is coming out of this. The maybe, fact that Mike Bennett is a cuckold. <laughs> maybe they reveal that he's not really the father or something. I don't know. It could get interesting for him. Who knows? All right. Let's talk. Oh, one more thing about Seth Rollins. My man took, held that L, hugged the L, owned the L. He apologized on Twitter to Will Ospreay. And, uh, you know, while he still, you know, he still backs up the fact that WWE is the best pro wrestling on the planet, which is not. But at least he manned up and, you know, he owned up and he said, you know, I'm going to be the bigger man here and apologize to Will Ospreay, which, which is great. I think it's great. But, you know, regardless if it came from his heart, that it was a legit feeling that he's been feeling like, man, I, I really came off too dickish. Or maybe Triple H and Paul Heyman got to his ear and was like, listen, man, you better fix this shit. You're a baby face. Um, here's what I'll say. Regardless, it takes uh, a lot of balls and 
a lot of uh, insight to admit when you're wrong, especially on like a big platform that wrestling Twitter is. Um, and especially with the the personalities on wrestling Twitter. Um, so con- I'll give him a congratulations. Not that he played himself, but a congratulations. You know what I mean? You, you showed how, you know, you can rebound from making a mistake. Everybody has a slip of the tongue sometimes. And with the amount of negativity that Seth hears on a daily basis on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever it is, um, you know, you can only take so much until you put your hands up and start swinging back. So, you know, he, he gets, he gets a pass in my, in my book, he gets a pass. Seth, you good. You good with me. We got to just fix this whole Becky and you promo cringe situation. And stay off Twitter, bro. You're you're not, you're stay off Twitter. You're not meant for the Twitter game. You're not, you're not your girlfriend, Becky. Uh, it's not a good look for you, bro. But like I said, uh, and you said too, He's good. He's good in my book, too. Uh, not saying that he was bad in my book. I just think, you know, he, yeah. he played himself last week, but he redeemed himself this week. So that's all that matters, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. So Let's talk about some great stuff that ended Raw. We got another Ricochet and AJ Styles match. Yeah, man. Okay. How awkward was Ricochet's promo? Atrocious. It was hey, horrible. guys, you know, I got the belt, you know. I just... That is a disgusting... I'm here to just, you know, prove myself and stuff. It was... A, he just sounds socially awkward. He shouldn't talk. He should just not talk. Yeah. Um, he's horrible. He's horrible. And, you know, kind of going back to Seth's tweet, saying that we have the better version of Will Ospreay. Really? No! Ospreay can talk on the mic. <laughs> Yeah, man. That, 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 <laughs> There's no defending that, bro. That promo, man. He, he's got to work on it, brother. He's got to work on it. He'll get there, though. I, I got, faith, got faith in my in boy him. Ricochet. The he'll, optimism he'll of Sam. You know, I, I hope. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to be as optimistic as you. I'm going to just say I hope he gets better. I'm not saying that he will. I yeah. hope he does get better. But we got another Ricochet and AJ Styles match. Um, the club ended up coming out. You know, Gallison Anderson. Uh, Ricochet stole one. He stole the win here. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out is we almost got a new U.S. champion because uh, got the foot under the rope. Uh huh. And AJ was celebrating, and they they restarted the match, and Ricochet stole one, and it looked like you know everything was cool. It looked like possibly Gals and Anderson were gonna beat up both AJ and Ricochet, and AJ fucking turned, bro. And it was so great. I love them beating Weesh. the shit out of Ricochet. Um, We've been waiting for this. Yeah, man. Because AJ, as much as I love AJ, it was time. It was time that he needed a turn. And what better way to reunite him with his boys, Gallus and Anderson. And they sign new deals now. They sign new five-year deals. Um, I love this, man. I love the club. I hope we really get them to be a real faction here. I hope we see Gallus and Anderson get the tag titles at some point. You know, whether AJ gets the Universal or United States Championship. I want to see my boys... Hold some gold, man. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree, man. And who knows down the line? Maybe you said a five-year deal. It's a long time. Maybe we had a little bit of that superstar shakeup down the line. We're talking months down the line. Maybe we see, you know, Finn get injected into this thing, mm-hmm. where they try to recruit him, and you know, he plays up the good old babyface role that he's been playing. Like and pulls a Roddy Strong on us and joins. Oh, that would that would be that would be good that's that triple h book you're not I, me <laughs> I, I was thinking that he was just gonna fight off the club and like be like nah 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 man we need the club we I, need, I would love to see it happen we need the club we need the 
you know, the club, at, like, you know, we need Balor, we need all of them at holding gold. It, is it safe to say it's too good to be true if we go that route, like in our fantasy booking mind? Like, listen, the fans, will it ever we, happen? Do you think it will ever happen? All part four of me feel, part of me feels like it's not gonna happen, but we want it, man. We right. wanted this with AJ turning heel and reuniting really with his boys, right? And we and, got it, and we got it, and I and I'm trying to see if they get shirts because I'm trying to cop one of the new club shirts, like. I, I wanted, like that samurai guy. Yeah, man. Like, they so. had a first run with the samurai uh, thing, which is, you know, like a, a bootleg version of the Bullet Club logo. Right. But I liked it. I, I was actually a fan of it. I copped the first shirt. Yeah. Man. I want to see uh, I want to see them, like, yo, make this a thing. And if somewhere down the line, you know, they're, they're all, including Balor, all in the same brand, they should recruit Balor. We need to see the club, you know, be together, man. It would be dope. It would be dope. Uh, so Raw was great. We could all agree. Uh, yeah. You know, Paul Heyman is definitely sprinkling his stuff in. Not full force yet, but we definitely saw the Paul Heyman touch, if yeah. you will. I'm we saw his Raw. fingerprints. He was picking stuff up and putting it down, and his grimy little fingerprints were all over Raw, and I loved it. And apparently the club idea was a Paul Heyman idea to put them back together. Thank so, God. So that's great. And Vince is listening, so that's good. So, so let's talk about something that was not so great. SmackDown? SmackDown was atrocious. Man. And for all you Eric Bischoff haters, he was not on SmackDown. He's going to be on SmackDown until after Extreme Rules, okay? Yeah, yeah. It, it, we got a, a middle finger from Kofi Kingston. Yeah, we saw ago. a little bit of Attitude Era-esque from Kofi Kingston. You know, a little, yeah. little, little dash for Stone Cold, if you will, yeah. with, the, with the middle finger. And KO is the face again. Yeah. Really random, weird. Where's Sammy? I love that promo that he cut on Ziggler. It was great. It was great because that's how we all feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if somebody wrote that for him or if he just thought that up, but that was that was amazing because I feel like that's exactly how we all feel. One, it should have been him eight years ago, but it kind of was, but now it's not, and get over it. One funny tidbit I wanted to touch on Kevin Owens that I found very, very interesting. I haven't listened, listened to the podcast yet, but um, I read it. He was on Lillian uh, Garcia's podcast, and he talked about you remember um, WrestleMania 33 when he fought Jericho in uh, Florida? Yes. For the United States title, and KO won, and then he went backstage. Remember they did that crunch? I think it's a uh, uh, 365, and he went up. To, he goes up to Vince, and he was like, "Have a good." And Vince told him like, "That's not what he wanted." Yeah, I heard about that. I never watched the the 24. Well, it's, it's a good I watch. should. The, it's, it's a, a good watch. Yeah. Apparently, KO said on Lillian's podcast that ever since that moment happened. He lost confidence, and he doesn't know what the WWE really wants from him. And no matter what he does, he feels like he goes nowhere with it. Mm. He said that on Lillian Garcia's podcast. It's rough. I feel I feel for the guy because he's so talented. Yeah, it's rough. And the fans react to him no matter what, whether he's a heel or a face. Yeah, it's very true. And that goes back to the whole thing that I was talking about with Kenta. When you lose your confidence... It takes a toll, especially if you're an artistic, creative person. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what Vince really wants and he's not telling you exactly what he's looking for and you're just playing the guessing game the whole time and he's saying, grab the brass ring. Let's be honest. Where the fuck is the brass ring? Let's be honest, too, with what Vince wants. What Vince wants ain't always right either. Exactly. Exactly. And that, that could go for any work environment. You know, you're busting your ass 
and you know the boss comes up to you and you know you, you're looking for an attaboy and he kind of goes you know you could do better than that and it's like oh you lose your confidence i mean that that can go with any line of work and man I feel for Kevin if that's how he's really feeling. Yeah, he said that he's on, the, great. on the Lillian Garcia podcast. I feel for him, too. He's like, how can you not feel bad for the guy? Like, he's gold. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how much longer he's in WWE, if he's going to stick around for the long haul and continue to try or what the deal is. But I, I felt like if the whole Kofi Kingston thing didn't happen, Kevin Owens might be our WWE champion right now as a babyface. So maybe that's why they brought him back to being a babyface, because maybe they have some plans down the line, maybe around SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble time, maybe making that switch, because I feel like Kofi's run might be almost at its end now that we're injecting Samoa Joe into things. You know, we might be getting a heel run with the title soon. We might. We might. There's a lot of speculation on when Kofi and who he will drop the title to. Um, but I will say I'm enjoying this Kofi run, and, I, you know. Yeah, man. I don't want it to end yet. Nah, I don't want it to end either. They've actually been booking him, minus the whole pancake stuff, like him being so jolly all the time. Minus that, they've been booking him real well when it comes to his uh his his wins and stuff. Absolutely agree, man. Better Absolutely than Seth Rollins, agree. in my opinion. You saw what I posted on my Instagram story. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Seth Rollins, bro. His booking's been terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Pro- that's terrible. Pro- it's been terrible. And let me tell you something. That's probably why he snapped on Twitter because he knows his fucking booking's been terrible. And he sees his boy John Moxley having fun on the Indies. And now he wants to be bitter on John Moxley too because he left. And he's doing his thing saying that he took his ball away. Oh, that's so wrong. Shut your ass up. Man. All he's getting is negativity on social media. Man, I would snap too. We all human. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Seth Rollins. He'll be all right. Well, so. Let's move on from Tyler Black, right, to yeah. Alistair Black. Okay. Alistair Black, who's knocking on his door? Because there's some rumors going out there. There's Mojo Rally. The rumor is it's going to be Cesaro, man. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. We're going to get a Cesaro-Alistair Black match at uh, Extreme Rules. I thought it was going to be Mojo because he's been in, in a black room, too, looking at his damn self in the mirror. I think his room is right next to Alistair Black's room. He go, hey. Yo, Mojo is horrible. Yo, Exactly. Easy win for Aleister Black. Let's put Aleister Black over. I think if it's Mojo, it'll be a fart in church. You can't do that, man. Yeah. I th- the crowd would pop for Cesaro, but it's not that. It's not a big surprise. Yeah, but we're going to get a great match out of it. Though. That is true. What kind of match are we going to get between Mojo and Aleister? <laughs> <laughs> a shit one. <laughs> hey, oh, like man. I said, it would be a good way to get Aleister Black over, man. I feel for Cesaro, man. I feel for Cesaro, too, but it's like, okay. He's that guy. He's that guy that's going to have a great match with Aleister Black, and Aleister Black is now just going to bury him. Yeah, you know? yeah. Hey, if, look, look. A guy that you should feel bad for and got a win on Ricochet is fucking Bobby Roode. Where is he at? Oh my god! And he beat Ricochet, and Ricochet's now our United States champion. Where Bobby Roode at? I told you with that mustache. The minute I saw that mustache, y'all was being look. I'm Mr. Positive. Y'all was being a little too positive. I said they ain't got plans for this motherfucker at you all. You like the mustache though? I, I do. I love <laughs> it. I I love the memes that but, came out. But of it. how can we not be positive after he beat Ricochet? At the time. At the time. Yeah. Uh, I, at the time he I beat just, Ricochet. I saw it and I was like, man, they ain't doing shit with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Is there Robert Rude now? Okay. All right. So we can't agree that SmackDown's atrocious. I think they're gonna phone it in next week until Eric comes back, right? Yeah, yeah. We got some throwaway weeks until uh. One more week, actually. 
Okay. Extreme Rules is next week. That's right. Mm-hmm. Are we going? I don't know, man. I checked the two for one deal. They're sold out of the two for one deal already. That doesn't mean that he can get cheap seats somewhere else, though. That is very true. <laughs> We've done this in the past. Uh huh. So um, I'm trying to sit 100 second at least. All right, we'll we'll figure it out, man. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But um, let's talk about some more promotions because there's so many promotions out there, right? Right. So about MLW because some big things happen MLW this week. Oh. So MLW announced last night. Week, well, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. But let's talk about the. The news that they dropped on Friday, which we talked about in previous episodes. They announced the pay-per-view. That's right. November 2nd, live from Chicago. We got our, our friends, the rest friends that, you know, they're probably going to attend the show. You know, that pay-per-view. They're very lucky. They're getting a lot of wrestling over there. I'm kind of jealous right. of y'all rest friends. Come yeah, on, man. man. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to get our first ever MLW pay-per-view. And I'm so fucking happy for them because they remind me a lot of the ECW because they, they're like the little engine that could. And they're yeah. little by little, they, they're taking the proper steps to grow bigger and better. Yeah, I really enjoy their product, too. Um, man, 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 man. Chicago's on the bucket list. It's just mon- money's out, a little tight right and now. You got to figure out when's the perfect time to go. Man. Yeah, maybe in a year or two we might have to make that trip. But. I'll say, well, we'll probably do it in a year. I think. Yeah, I think a year will be good. A year will be a year good. Will be good. Chicago will see the Lucha Outsiders. All right. Um, more MLW news. Yo, our boy, Jacob Fatu. Yes. Is the new MLW World Heavyweight Champion. Yo, man. It was time. It was time. It was that right time to put the strap on um, Jacob Fatu. Uh, we were talking about it in, in some private conversations. You know, no disrespect to Tom Lawler, because um, a year ago, yo, people wanted him to be champion. Yo, his pops are great. Leading up to the, the Philly show that we attended where he beat Loki for the world title, that was cool. And I think we started losing some steam with Tom Lawler after Mania Week for those Mania tapings up in uh, uh, New York. Yeah. I think after that, I think Lawler started losing some steam, and it was like, it's that time. Like, let's let's move. Let's go, let's go on to the next one. Yeah. And I, I was telling you uh, off the air that I was never really into his title run. I did pop when he won because that was a surprise. I didn't think he was going to win. But you also didn't watch his build fashion. either to get to the no, spot either. No, I did either. not. I did not. His build was good, man. It was very organic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jacob's the champion. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm happy. It was the right time, and... You know, maybe this is another uh, another way to try to MLW to get some leverage on Jacob because, you know, the rumor is that both WWE and AEW, they kind of want Jacob fat too, bro. They want the, Sam- the Samoan werewolf. And that dude's the full package, man. Yeah. Did you see him fly over the top rope last night, man? Did you see that fucking that springboard wild. moonsault that he did? That dude is wild. He's, he's great, bro. He's like Umaga uh, squared. He's like a level up. He reminds me like if... If there was a fusion between Umaga and Jeff Cobb, there you have it. There you go. There um, you go. Uh, so, let's uh, let's go a little bit fantasy booking ideas here. So, Jacob Fatu is a new world champion. I could see probably at one of these next MLW uh, events, maybe Tom Waller getting his rematch, obviously losing. They have a big show happening in November. They announced that pay-per-view. If Jacob Fatu goes there as champion, which I most definitely think he will, right? Who would be the perfect perfect challenger for for Jacob, and will he drop the title? Davy boy, Davy boy. I was thinking Davy, but you know who else I was thinking too? Well, Teddy. Oh, 
The reason this is why I, I, I was thinking Davey too. I was th- those are my two guys. Te- Teddy's been ready, right? And I feel like what better way? Because Teddy, while trials and tribulations, people thought that he was going to be the greatest. He was a top prospect back in the day when he was signed to WWE developmental, and due to drugs and some other. Uh, unfortunate events, he never got there. And he's been on the come-up, whether it's Ring of Honor and all these other different promotions. And people want Teddy, bro. And what better way of telling a story, Teddy Hart finally getting his moment, finally winning that world title, right, at MLW's first pay-per-view, a la to barely legal when Teddy Hart, I mean Teddy Hart, when um, Terry Funk won the ECW world title at their first pay-per-view. That would be something. What a great story would that be for Teddy? It would be something. The great. Hart Foundation comes out, all the faces comes out, celebrating, put uh, Teddy Hart, uh, you know, over their heads, cheering, yeah, yeah. and that's how you end the PPV. That'd be because they're building Contra as like a nasty heel stable. Nasty heel stable. How's the theme song go again? So and yo and Jacob Fatu, he's a bad mother. Yeah, you don't want to. He a bad dude, man. Go ahead, hop that rail, see what happens. And imagine, yo, Teddy Hart and fucking Jacob Fatu tearing it up, bro. That would be great, great, great. I would love to see that, man. Love to see that. And I also wouldn't mind seeing Davy Boy Smith getting that shot too. Right. I think that would be a great main event, also. But I think with like Teddy Hart, there's so much like story behind him because he's never gotten that shot. Right. He's never gotten that moment. And, MLW, and he definitely deserves and it. And MLW is in the come up. And what a and so great, is he. What a great way to end that pay per view. He's only thirty eight years old, which back in the day would have probably been like at the end of somebody's career. But man, he's still got a good amount of gasoline left in the tank. Yeah, man. What what a great story it would be if Teddy yeah. Hart was to win that. You think about that. Twenty years of trials and tribulations, and then he comes up. And wins a championship. And, and, and the championship. I agree, Mario. That would be wonderful. And the fans want him. They they love Teddy. Yeah. Teddy fucking Hart. Yo, they, they want it. They yeah. want it when it comes to Teddy. And I think it'll be great. I think it'll be great booking. And, and listen, I, I don't want us also to sound biased because Teddy's our guy, right? Yeah. But I think when it comes to a storytelling aspect, I think it'll be great. Absolutely. Absolutely. You want me to read off some of these? Um. Yeah. Is there any good ones? Ben Cliff <laughs> says, Jacob Fatu versus L.A. Park. If L.A. Park loses, he retires. Fatu wins. You think you think he's? I'll be cool for that. I I, I actually do want to see that match, but I don't want to see it at the first pay per view. I want to see it in one of these uh you know live events. You know. Yeah, the, the, that's the most recent one. I won't go back to the WWE. We're past we're past that. Okay. But he he does make some good points. So I don't know. You might check out the the feed down there uh, if you're listening to the podcast version. Go back and watch the video. There's some good comments down there. All right. Um. We got some events. We actually have an event happening tonight, and we got two events happening next week. We're not going to touch on the Evolve stuff because uh, we're not even sure if we're going to go or not. We'll yeah, yeah. You know, and we, you feeling some type of way about the way they they booked this thing? You know, on the WWE I, Network. I'm, su- I'm supporting AEW, man, because they they they're the ones that need our. Well, technically, they don't need our money, but they're the ones on the come up, man. So I'm watching Evolve 10th anniversary because. Yo, they're in bed with WWE, man. You could say they're an indie promotion. They're in bed with WWE. If they're anything, WWE light, but they're, they're they're farming system in many ways. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're what, NXT light is what I should yeah, say. That's pretty, they're NXT J. So you know they don't they got WWE backing them. They don't need us, man. They don't need us. So I feel a certain type of way. I'm gonna watch the event, but I'm gonna watch that shit after Fight for the Fallen. 
Unless somehow we end up going, which... We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But, <laughs> but man, I'm supporting we AEW, man. I'm supporting AEW Fight for the Fall. And I want... Uh, if if I don't if I don't go to any live shows, I'm supporting that. That's all I'm saying. But right. um, fight for the fallen. Um, we got um, the Young Bucks and you know the Rhodes brothers. That match uh is gonna be different style, you know, compared to the match that we got at uh, Fighter Fest. Who goes over here? Rhodes brothers. It's got to be the Rhodes brothers. Yeah. It's got to be the Rhodes brothers. I would not be surprised if uh. Young Bucks have picked up two victories so far. Mm -hmm. This will not hurt them. Yeah, it, it's not going to hurt them at all. It's got to be the Rhodes Brothers. Um, they also uh, announced um, Kenny Omega versus uh, Sema. Kenny yeah. goes over this one. Do we see John Moxley interfere? At the end. Yeah, absolutely. But that's not going to be the main event, though. No, I don't think so. No, I think the main event is going to be the Rhodes and, um, yeah. and the Bucks. It yeah. has to. That has to be the main event. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, what else do we got on that card? They announced. They. I don't think they announced the full card. I think we also have. Um. They announced a, a three on three. I think it's a, uh, Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy, and um. I think is it Luchasaurus or Adam Page? I don't think Adam Page is. I think it's Luchasaurus versus uh, MJF, Sean Spears, and I can't think of the third guy that's in the sh in the in the three way a three on three. Mm. I don't think they announced the full card though. Oh, we also have Allie versus Brandy Rhodes. That's another match. Allie's going over. I kind of want Brandy Rhodes to win. Yeah. You know why? Why? Allie's too happy for me, man. <laughs> She's too happy for me. I don't like the whole chippy, you know. She, I liked her as Dark Allie and Impact, but like even prior to that, I'm like, she's just so fucking happy. Like, get your happy ass away from me. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't like to. I don't like. I don't like ha too much happy people. It's just like I look at you like, why the fuck are you so happy? Hey man, I'm a happy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like I don't like happy people, man. But um, I don't know. There's something about. I don't think they announced the full card yet. But I, I'm going with Brandy Rhodes on that one. Yeah. Okay. I'm going with Brandy Rhodes. All right. Um, so we have a uh, fight for the fall, and that's happened. Do you want to touch on anything on stream rules? Yeah, at least the, the main card, some of the matches that we're going to get I think, next week. Because we're not going to do a show next week, obviously. Yeah, we're not doing a show next week. Let's do Taker, Roman, go over on Shane uh, McIntyre. The, the booking, and I, and I know they do this to protect Roman too, right? Because it's like you have Shane go over Roman, and then you have Roman beat Drew. I kind of want Drew and Shane to go over, man. Drew needs a win, bro. He needs a big win. It would make it would make sense if they're gonna do, uh, you know, Taker gets his revenge at SummerSlam against Drew, or if even if they pivot and go Roman Undertaker two for his career at SummerSlam. Roman Undertaker two, bro. It might happen. This, this might be all what it's building up to. You know, we're getting these rumors about Drew. But it might be Roman putting Undertaker down to rest. Damn, you let that one play out all the way. You know what? I kind of have a change of heart. If Roman turns heel, I'll be all for this. And what if he puts him down? If Roman turns heel and beats the Undertaker and we don't see him no more, I'll be good with it. But Roman needs to turn heel. I'm tired of this baby face shit. One thing that Taker has said is that he never wanted to become a parody of a parody. Parody, goddamn, can I talk? 
parody, parody of, himself? of himself. And he is getting a lot of criticism for the Goldberg match. No, no, forget about the Goldberg match. He's been a parody of himself for the last five years. All right, let's nah, come take on. it easy on the legend. Nah, right? I love Taker, but let's be honest. Yo, Brock Lesnar and his feud with Brock Lesnar when they had the Hell in Cell match. Yo, Brock carried Taker in those matches. Yeah, he did. Okay? Yeah. The last real great Taker match we got was against CM Punk. That's very true. That's, All right? I was there for that. He's one. been a parrot himself for the last couple of years, man. And that's yeah. no hate on the Taker. I'm going to just say it because you don't want to say it. Oh, he's a legend. He's a legend. Of course he's a legend. That's my childhood, <laughs> man. I can't do it. Hey, Undertaker was my favorite growing up. One of my favorites growing up. I used to do the... I think all the time and <laughs> shit, you know? I used to, you know, be in school and fucking doing this to girls. You know, I used to do all that shit because I love Taker. But he is a parody himself. I'm going to say it. I yeah. love Taker, but he's a parody himself. Let's not sugarcoat it just because he had an atrocious match with Goldberg. No, it goes beyond the Goldberg shit. So what I'm saying is he might be looking at Michelle McCool, looking at his kids and going, I got this to is retire. It. But I got to go out on a good note. I can't do this shit with Goldberg. You know what I mean? I can't just leave after that. I got to go out on you a good note. Goldberg said that he wanted to redeem himself from that. Hey, man, give him a shot. Like, I know I'm good for that, yes. too. But it's got to be a one, two, three. That's it. Like, I don't need to be seen. I don't need to. It's the same with Taker. I don't need to be seen Taker long matches either. Yeah, so. WWE played themselves with that. So, I'm, I'm going to hold my, my ground. I'm going to say that Roman and Taker go over. But. I could understand if they do put Shane and Drew over, and then maybe there's some scuffle at the end, and Listen, if Undertaker the plan, turns on Roman if the or plan vice versa. Is for the Drew and Taker match at SummerSlam, and Taker and Roman go over, and Drew has to beat the Taker at SummerSlam. That's it. Uh, Drew needs a win, man. Yo, he's the full package. He could talk on the mic. He has a great look. He's a great fucking worker. Like, yo, let's put. Steam behind Drew McIntyre, man. Let's not have him just be the fucking heavy Shane McMahon. Right, right. So, we obviously know Seth and Becky are going over. Yeah. Right? They're winning. Uh, Jamie Salmon says hi. Hi, Jamie. What's up, Jamie? What's, What's going, going on, on brother? Um, let's say Alistair Black winning. Now, whoever Alistair Black faces, he's going to win. Right. Uh, do we get another Ricochet and AJ match? I think we do. And after that promo on Monday, I definitely think we're going to see AJ get his title back. That's right. That's right. We need AJ to get a title. Damn it. It's been too long. Yo, it's been since, I think, uh, what is it? November. Since we haven't seen some gold on AJ, man. Man, put that title on my boy AJ, man. Fuck Rick. No, let me stop. Let me go. No, let's not go too far. I like Ricochet. But, man. Ricochet is atrocious at promos. Yo, let's put the strap on fucking AJ Styles and have Ricochet chase him for the belt. Yeah. Vince was probably watching that promo like, God damn, pal. <laughs> he sounds like shit. Anyway, oh, what man. else have we got on that card? Uh, I, um, I think we're getting another... Um, are we getting another Alexa Bliss and Bailey match? We might. Should we look it up? Let's yeah, look, look, pull that up real quick because then we still got to talk about another card in a little bit. But, um... I think we might be getting another Bailey and Alexa Bliss match because I think they're trying to race. Remember that stupid uh, candlestick on a pole match they had two years ago <laughs> at Extreme Rules? Jesus Christ! Remember, and I think that was like the downfall of Bailey because ever since that, Bailey never got like her. She's having a little re resurgence in her career right now. Now she has. Yeah. But like before the last like year or so. 
Yeah, and I usually like to sit ringside to get the chair with the poster on it. But Jesus, after the, you have, you see the you, poster, don't you have a chair for? Um, oh, God, I don't want I that. That's what don't, I'm saying. Let's you, sit 100 seconds. Don't you have the chair for um, capital punishment? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have a capital punishment chair, people. Oh, God. All right, we got Kofi Kingston and Samoa Joe. I'm going to go Kofi Kingston over Joe. Yo, there's a rumor going around that that's supposed to be a ladder match. That would be fucking dope. There's a rumor going around that that might be a ladder match. If it's a ladder match, we're going. (laughs) That would be cool. Oh, God. We might might have to go if it's a ladder match. Drew Gulak versus Tony Nese. Going Gulak. Gulak has to retain, bro. Yeah, he he just won the title. Not, they're not saying that Ricochet hasn't just won his title, but, you know, if we go that way. doesn't look like they have a Ricochet match on here but yet. That could be announced Monday. Yeah, because there's only seven matches so far, and they usually do eight on a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And this uh, Cruiserweight match is probably going to get pushed to the pre-show. To the pre-show. So I'm going uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan uh, over Heavy Machinery yes. and New Day. Uh, Bryan and Rowan need to go over... Uh, they need to get a nice little run with those tag titles. New Day doesn't need the tag titles, and I'm just not a fan of Heavy Machinery. I get it; people are behind them. <laughs> They're fans of. I don't, but no, no, no. Listen, you like Otis? Listen, I'm I'm not gonna be biased here. I get that people like them. That's the reason. That's one of the main reasons I don't like them. But I get people like them. They're they're a fun tag team. They're just not my cup of tea. But I'm not gonna be biased here and be like. Oh, they're shit workers or whatever. Yeah. Like I get why people like them. Yeah, it's yeah. just not for me. I dislike yeah. Machine. They're stupid. They're comedy, really. They're yeah. funny. I, I like them. They're funny. Of uh, course. Alistair Black <laughs> over the uh, TBA. TBA, TBA, huh? Yeah. Yo, TBA. You never know about TBA, yeah, you never bro. Know. Mojo could come out of nowhere. Uh, see, no, no, Hit no, him with that too, eye. Too far, too far, too far, bro. That is a disgusting. <laughs> All right, Bailey and Alexa Bliss. I'm going. Alexa on this one because I feel like I want Alexa they are building well. to uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa, Alexa match. Yep. yep. At uh, at SummerSlam. So, mm-hmm. um, that's about it, right? For Extreme Rules. That's about it for Extreme Rules. All you right. Know, this card isn't too bad. I, I mean, Stopping Grounds was a decent show until the last two matches. Yeah, this card, this card is not too bad. I cannot complain about it, and they've done an okay job of building it. <laughs> I, I can't be negative about it right now. All right. I could be negative about two things. What's up? The Taker Tag Match and the Becky Lynch and this other yeah. one. Those are two. Those two. Come on. Let's be but honest. But at least we got the Extreme Rules stipulation. Yeah, so just... maybe we'll see something. Um, All right. Who closes the show? Oh, it's it's got to be um, it's got to be the the cringe couple and uh, and Applebee's. Why don't they close the show with Roman Taker versus Shane and Drew? That could be a main event. Granted, I could see that just because it's Taker. Mm-hmm. I could see that just because it's Taker. But I definitely don't want to see the way that they're pushing. Like the main, I don't want to see them in the main. That's event, what I'm gonna call them from now on the cringe couple. They're cringeworthy, bro. Yeah, the cringe couple and uh, Applebee's uh, manager and the hostess. And Lacey Evans, that doesn't even belong in the main roster. She needs to stay in NXT. Yeah, she need, she's green, man. She needs some. All right, let's talk about tonight because some, some great wrestling's happening tonight, bro. All right, go ahead. Impact Wrestling Slam Anniversary's happening All right, let's tonight. Pull up that card. I got it, bro. I got it. I'm way ahead of you. You got it. You're way ahead of me. I, I got it. I got it. And man, let's let's talk about the rumor mills that's going around. It looks like LAX might be finishing up tonight with Impact Wrestling, which will be a tremendous blow to Impact. Yeah, it definitely would be a tremendous blow. Their run at Impact 
dare I say, with the Lucha Brothers, has been almost like a shot in the arm for the company. They have made me want to tune in multiple times. Their matches with the Lucha Brothers has brought me back into the fold. It's just a great tag team, man. I have given up on TNA a long time ago, but because these guys have been working their asses off, man, if they leave Impact... Tremendous blow. Yeah, tremendous blow, and their first ballot Hall of Famers for their for the Impact Hall of Fame, TNA Hall of Fame, whatever you want to call it, because they put in their work over there, and wherever they go, they're going to bring that roster up to the next level. Listen, I... When it comes to to LAX, you know they've been in our in our Lucci's awards in the past, like either a runner up or you know in the top five list. As of right now, I'm telling you right now, unless something changes in in 2019, they might be our number one tag team of the year. That's how good they are. Uh, it'll be a tremendous blow for Impact. For those that don't know, they had an event. It was a Impact Plus uh, event up in Texas because they've been in Texas all weekend. And at this event, they dropped the tag titles to the North. So congrats to jo- uh, Josh Alexander and um, Ethan Page. They're a great tag team. And I think, in theory, this makes tonight's match a three-way between the Rascals, the North, and LAX. Because the yeah. Rascals and LAX were scheduled to be the for the tag titles. It yeah, looks like now, yeah. in theory, it's going to be a three-way, right? Yeah, that's what they're promoting on their Instagram right now. So, um, Still going with the North. I'm, listen, I wanted the Rascals to be the, the ones to beat LAX. They're good dudes. I, I love them. But um, I think with this title change, I think the North is going to retain. And we possibly, since LAX is going to be going out, yeah, we see the Rascals in the North. Taking and, over that spot yeah, where taking, the Lucha Brothers yep, and LAX mm-hmm. left off. And they will definitely pick up where they left off because all those guys are talented, yeah. very talented. Now, this is what I'll say about the Rascals and why I say they're really good dudes. Me and Mario... You know, we do this podcast. You know, we we don't need to have anybody come up and shake our hands. When the Rascals showed up at the ECW arena, they walked around and shook every single person's hand. They while we were our, recording the podcast. Hand. While we were recording a podcast, they shook Joe's hand while he was selling art. Man, they were shaking the people's hands that were making the hot dogs in the back. You know, that, that shows respect for this business. And I think that these kids are going to go far far and i call them kids because i know i'm older than yeah them, they're, so. they're definitely younger than us and also it just we're nobodies they didn't have to shake our hands no not at all they said what's up so they shook our hands and i think that's something that's changed in the wrestling business when it comes to the newer generation they seem a little bit more fan friendly and not as stuck up right right yeah i could see that definitely because a lot of these the older kids, guys the a older lot guys. of these kids right the, the the new generation they've been wrestling fans just like us yeah where some of the older guys, they kind of still got that carny way about and they just it. Like, kind of like con somebody marks. out of some money. Hey, you fucking Mark, give me your twenty dollars. But I think Take this match is gonna, you know, even you know, unfortunate uh, that that LAX, you know, will most likely be leaving the company. But I think this three way is gonna, they're gonna tear it up. Yeah. Um. So, before we continue with the card, because this is a great card. Um. Where do where do we see LAX going? AEW or WWE? I'm telling you right now, I do not want to see them in WWE. I see them showing up in AEW to confront the the Lucha Brothers, the Young Bucks, the Young Bucks. You know, I think they know better than to show up in the WWE, even though that's probably their dream. But the tag division in the WWE right now, I don't know if that's really what would benefit them to sign with with WWE or NXT. Even 
even though I mean WWE needs them right now, man. I mean, look at look at the NXT tag division. It's hurting too. Not as bad as not as bad the as the main roster, but it, I mean, think about where they were. Oh, it, it's funny that you mentioned just just to go back real quick second to Monday Night Raw. You talk about the tag division. We saw the fucking Street Profit show up on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, with the that's tag a, titles. That's a big blow to NXT. With, with the NXT tag titles that they didn't do with the Viking Raiders. Right. Which is weird. And by the way, I stand corrected. Montez Ford is the Shawn Michaels of that team. Yeah, man. He's funny as hell. Dawkins. Eh. That's he'll, all I gotta say. He'll get there. Not Shawn Michaels, but he'll he'll find Montez himself. Montez Ford has single star written yeah, all he does. over him, yeah, bro. He's at- he don't need he, got the he don't need Dawkins, bro. Yo, no, if they split, he's finito. He's gonna be nothing but like a he's gonna be the equivalent of Mojo Raleigh. Mm. <laughs> Looking at himself in the mirror. Yep, yep. Yo. Montez Ford is a star, man. He's a star. Yeah, he is. He's funny as hell. All right. So um I I don't think NXT's tag division is hurting as much as the main roster though. No, absolutely not. The main roster they have they have tag teams but it's just they're, they're not, not doing nothing them right. with them yeah i think the three-way at extreme rules is pretty dope though you know what i mean but i mean think about the viking raiders you think about every every tag team that's been called up from nxt that was really like i wouldn't say that the what are those guys that were like a road warriors uh, uh rip off what, the, what was it called the ascension the yeah. ascension i mean th- those guys could have done something but you know they've called them up and then they job to dx and uh you know, you got the Viking Raiders, Viking Warriors, Viking fucking Express, Viking whatever the hell you want to call them. Um, that kind of lost their steam. And I feel like every time they come out there, it's quiet right now. Like any time they're in front of a main roster crowd, the crowd isn't really connecting with them. Just, I blame the WWE. Yeah, they, they, you threw the word Viking in there, it throws everybody off. Everybody's like, ah, this is corny. Um, one thing that Jamie Salmons is pointing out, he's saying that WWE would throw mad money at LAX. And guess who else would throw mad money at LAX? Fucking Tony Khan. Yeah, yeah. Let's and not forget this guy's got a little bit more money than this. Yeah. Um, okay. One thing. One more thing to wrap up on LAX. Do we see a name change with LAX? Or does somehow they, they're going to be able to use the name LAX? They've been dropping a lot of hints of a name change on Instagram back to their old... EYFBO. That's it. EYFBO. Yeah, they've been mm. putting up a lot of old photos of themselves in the EYFBO, you know, attire and things I like that. I would support them going back to the EYFBO moniker only if they don't change their look now. So just erase all the LAX stuff and make it EYFBO. Yeah. They need to keep that look that they have because yeah, yeah. it connects with a lot of people. It connects more than they, they probably even know because it, it kind of gives you this uh, people that grow up, like let's say, in, in in the hood or in the projects or whatever. It gives you that sign of hope that these fucking, you know, project kids fucking made it. Yeah. It's a sign of hope and they I don't can, want them to change their look. They could even go as Santana and Ortiz. I they don't even like, need a tag team name. Right. Santana and Ortiz. Good enough for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that too. Yeah, but knowing them, they're probably gonna they're probably gonna have a name. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Only good can come of, of this. Lex, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, and you know what? And as much as it hurts me a little bit, you know, to see them, you know, leave Impact Wrestling if if the rumors are true. At the same time, it's like 
they've done so much for Impact. It's, it's time to move on. It's time to move on, and I, they're ready. They're ready for the the major leagues, if you will. And we talked about it last week. Yeah, WWE ain't the only major league. You got New Japan Pro Wrestling. You got AEW. Yeah. Those are the the trifecta of major leagues. And then you have the minor leagues. And I don't mean no disrespect with that. The minor leagues is the Ring of Honor, the Impact, the MLW. Yeah. That's the that's the division. Those are the divisions right there. I totally agree with you. Um, totally and I think it's the LAX is more than ready. Um, let's no. talk about another match. Jamie Salomon says no LAX experience. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Come on, man. At no point. That was funny. In rambling, incoherent response. Were you even close to anything? That could be considered a rational thought. LAX experience. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I love you, Jamie, but no. <laughs> I love you, Jamie, but no. No experience of anything. The only time the experience got me, got me to pop was when Leo said the sweet and sour experience. That's the only time it got me to pop. <laughs> Jesus ever. Christ. Anything with experience on it, I don't want to see it. It sounds like a fucking porn. Don't need to see it. I don't. I don't want to get off topic here, but where have the Kabuki Warriors been? Apparently, Paige went on a rant, like at a, in an interview or something, saying like WWE doesn't know what they're doing. And <laughs> Good for Paige. And she went on a rant I'm on about the buyer movie about the Kabuki Warriors. But um, that was a great movie, by the way. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, let's move on to another match. Uh, Eddie Edwards versus Killer Cross in the first blood match. I like both guys, but Killer Cross needs this win, man. We need to yeah. put some steam back on Killer Cross because he's too good. He needs to be main event level status. Yeah, Killer Cross for the win on this one. Um, this is a match that you popped uh, for earlier that you didn't know. Uh, Moose and RVD. Yeah, I did not know that this was uh, booked. Uh, Got to go with Moose. Moose needs to win. RVD is in uh, the twilight of his career. It's time for him to start putting people over. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it would be uh, a big disservice for not only Impact, but for Moose if RVD goes over. We don't need to see him beating you know, the guys that are the future, which and, he, and he you, already did in his first and you know round what? Moose Impact. Moose doesn't even need to win. Um, I love RVD, though. And Moose doesn't necessarily need to like dominate RVD to get the win. He might just yeah. have like, you know... I, Let's give him a good 12-minute match. Yeah, man. Moose could just have the upper hand in this, and just at that night, he was just better than RVD. Like, I see he, a, does, he doesn't have to destroy RVD in the match. I see a rolling thunder. I see a, a monkey flip. I wouldn't mind seeing, like, a fucking midair spear from Moose to RVD I, or something. I could see that, too. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the finish. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, it should be a good match. This whole match is really, really, this whole card, I mean, is really, really good. We got Ty Valkyrie defending the Knockouts Championship against Rosemary, Sue Young, and Jessica Havoc. And a Monsters Ball match. That's pretty much another version of saying hardcore match. Yo, all these women could go. I'm a fan of all four of them. Part of me thinks that Ty is going to retain, but I would not mind seeing Jessica Havoc um, get this win. I'm going with Jessica Havoc just because she was so cool to us over WrestleMania weekend. She follows the Lucha Outsiders page. I'm always going to be in her corner. Shout out to Jessica Havoc. You're cool as hell. And I hope you win. Um... I'm going to go with Taya just to, you know, kind of not have the same, uh, you know, predictions here. Yeah. But if Jessica Havoc wins, I will be super cool with it because pretty much all you said, she's a super cool person, a very some sweetheart, amazing person. And I wouldn't be upset with her winning. Yeah. Monsters Ball fits her, her character, too. I mean, yeah, man. I um, think, the if anything, the only one that's odd out of here is Taya Ty, Valkyrie. Yeah. Even though Taya Valkyrie had a great hardcore match with uh, Tessa Blanchard uh, a couple months ago. So yeah. she could get down and dirty, too, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
uh, a match that I'm looking forward to seeing tonight. And I know you're not a fan of these styles of matches, but I'm telling you right now. This is going to be good. This is a match we're going to talk about at the end of the year. And I would not be surprised if this match, if this match makes it in top 10 matches of the year. It's been booked very well. From what I've seen on, on Instagram and the little clips that I've seen. Tessa Blanchard versus Sammy Callahan. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been a terrible person to her. He played, he plays <laughs> the heel. Terrible. He, he plays the heel so good. Uh, Sammy's so good at what he does. And uh, Tessa is just, just that, amazing. the right woman to stand up. And kick him right in the balls, you know, and be like, "Nah, not today, motherfucker. Let's, let's get it. I'm Women's go- rights. I'm going with Sammy on this one. Oh, I'm going with Sammy Callahan on this. Wow, one. I'm going with Tessa. I think Sammy's gonna win this. Tessa has been getting a lot of wins over the men, so I do see maybe, I'm, I'm going maybe with, where you're coming I'm from. I'm going but- with Sammy on this. One. I think Sammy's gonna. Yo, we're going to shock the world OVE. and beat Tessa. I'm going with Sammy, bro. You think bro. he might cheat that slime ball? <laughs> I mean, like, yo, he plays his character so well. He's not afraid to be a heel. He's yeah. not afraid of being a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm going with Sammy Callahan. I'm going with OVE all day on this one. Yeah, he, he's super cool um, off camera. Yeah, great guy. Great dude. Great dude. Good but brother. He's I'm going to have to go against you, Sammy. I'm going with Tessa on this one. All right. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what the show's about. We can't always agree on shit. That's right. All right. Uh, I call this a double main event. You got two championship matches. The first one, we got Rich Swan defending his X Division championship against Johnny Impact. I got to go with Swan, baby. I'm gonna go Johnny Impact. Okay. I think he, I think Yo, Johnny. You, you gonna make me order this pay per view? Yo, man, man this pay per view looks good, man. Yo, how shit. much is Impact Plus? I don't. I, um, I think it's I think it's nine bucks a month. Nine bucks a month. So I could I could order it tonight, watch the match, and then discontinue it instead of paying thirty five dollars for the pay per view. I I I'm I think so. I think you need to, you, should, you should do your research on it, but I, right. I'm, I'm sure we'll see what happens tonight. Yo, man, I'm going with Johnny Impact, man. Yo, this pay per view is gonna be great, man. It looks like a good um, show. I'm going with Johnny Impact. I think I think he's gonna take it from Rich Swan. You know, Rich Swan has held that title for since the beginning of t- uh, 2019. Right. I think um. Especially now with the tag team division kind of hurting, I think they'll. Rishwan and Willie Mack have been tagging for so long. I think you have him drop the title to uh, Johnny Impact. We can call him John Morrison, and then you move Rishwan and Willie Mack to the tag division. Right. Hmm. I could see. I could see that happening. I could see that happening. But I, I like. I like my man's. Uh, I like Rishwan too. I'm a fan of Rishwan. You yeah. know what's funny is sometimes. Like, we, we know we're both not like this, but a lot of people think, like, when we pick somebody that's going to win, they automatically think, like, we're hating on the other, like, talent. No, absolutely But it's not, not that. No. It's like, we, we, we're, I'm a fan of a, a I've everybody had, in here I'm a fan of. Almost everybody on that card we've had personal interactions with. Yeah, yeah. So, there's no hate to anybody on that card. Yeah. Uh, I just, love RVD. Yeah. I love Johnny Impact, you know. Taya was great to you over WrestleMania weekend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so no hate at all, but man, I, I gotta go with my man Riswan on this one. Uh, main event time, <laughs> main event time. We got Brian Cage uh, making his first title defense, um, and actually making his first like in ring appearance for Impact Wrestling. Actually having a match, defending the world title against Michael Elgin. Before we get into predictions here, I just gotta congratulate Impact Wrestling for making Michael Elgin have a character and letting him talk on the mic and 
he's playing his character so well, and we didn't see that shit from Michael Elgin in Ring of Honor or, or New, New Japan because yeah. he was a great worker, but he always came out boring to me. He was just like a boring guy. Like, yeah, yeah. he's good in the ring, but he's just boring. But you've seen character development with him in Impact Wrestling. He's playing a great heel right now. Great, great. He's in phenomenal shape. Brian Cage, when isn't he in phenomenal shape? Right. I think this is going to be like an old-school, hard-hitting match here. Yeah, and I'm going with Cage for the win. I'm going to go with Cage for the win, too. I don't, you know, as much as uh, I like what they're doing with Michael Elgin, I don't think we need to see Michael Elgin beat um, Brian Cage yet for that world title. If that's the plan somewhere down the line, I think Brian Cage needs to get this win tonight. You know, uh, he kind of had a misstep. He got hurt with that uh, Johnny Impact match back in uh, Rebellion where he ended up winning the world title. But uh, I think he wants to redeem himself. And the best way to redeem himself is by getting a nice clean win off of Michael Elgin. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And Michael Elgin's time will come. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just not yet, ladies Mm -hmm. and gentlemen. All right. So we talked about this card. This card is looking great. I'm going to be watching. You possibly might be watching it. Right. Maybe I got nothing to do tonight. There's nothing to do. Just watch Impact Wrestling. It's too bro. humid. It's raining outside. I can't go to the beach. Support Impact Wrestling, bro. Come on. We'll see what happens. Support tonight. Impact Wrestling. We'll see. T- to end the show. To end the show. I wanted to bring something up because let's be honest here. When it comes to the WWE world, not NXT, the women's division is hurt. It's hurting badly. Yeah, man. We got no Ronda. We got no. Uh, I know people are gonna probably give me some heat for this. We got no Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. We got no Sasha Banks. Oh. Right? We don't need no Sasha Banks. But anyways, when right. you Where's Charlotte? Uh, yeah, Charlotte? No Charlotte. But you mentioned Ronda Rousey. Right. Like, this is what I wanted to touch on Ronda Rousey. Okay. A video came out. All right, I saw it. You saw it? It was You good. know where I'm going, right? It was funny. I liked it. I liked it. We saw yeah. Devon on there, too. Yeah. Is Ronda Rousey teasing a WWE return? Maybe. Maybe. I was talking about this with some coworkers last night. Man, for somebody that get thrown around, I feel like it's... Uh, Paige touched on this on an episode of Total Divas. I feel like she might be having some complications getting pregnant. Yep. I feel like it might it might be a little too, too late for her. I mean, it's not really our, our business to be speaking on it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but... Mm-hmm. She might have tried. She might have gone to the doctor, and things might not be going according to plan. And she's doing the video because she actually might be coming back, or maybe she never even had a uh, pregnancy in mind. Maybe she was just taking some time off to heal you up her hand. You can't always believe all up. the rumors, right? And maybe she was just all playing us. And SummerSlam's right around the corner. Paul Heyman's now fully in charge. We could see Ronda come back and actually have you know. A big pop when she comes back. I think people miss her, to be honest. I you. miss her. I'll be the first one to say I yeah. miss her. Um, I've been critical not on her, but just the way she's been booked at times and some of the promos they, they fed to her. But other than that, you know, she was our breakout star of the year last year. Cause, you she know, had a couple good promos. Couple. Couple, and then she had a couple she of bad had, ones, too. She, she had, had a couple of bad ones, too. Let's had, not... Yeah. Let's not. Let's yeah, not. A couple try bad to, ones too. Yeah. You're let's right. not. Sh- and the bad ones were really bad. Yeah, right. They were. But um, she did a couple, couple, a uh, couple of good promos, and you know what? She didn't have a bad match. Not one bad match in her first run. I can't say at all that she had one bad match. And you know, people hated on us, yet no one had a, a counter for me. All they said that she didn't deserve it. But yeah, that's all. You know that's what? All. You become. But she was the breakout star of the year because that. You, 
Her first year, bro. Yeah, you become your own brand. You win 12 UFC fights in a row and star in movies and, you know, have endorsement deals. You do that and tell tell yourself you don't deserve something. I mean, the girls put in her work before she got to the WWE, and then she didn't skimp out. She did the whole run. She did house shows. She did TVs. Mm-hmm. She took, she made towns. She took the flights. The girl deserved it. Yeah, man. Um, the woman deserved it, I should say. And I think, uh, I, th- I think it's that time. I think we should see her make, maybe make an appearance at SummerSlam, maybe an unexpected appearance at SummerSlam. Because let, let's be honest, as much as people were booing her at the end, she comes up as it comes out at SummerSlam. Yo, that pop is gonna be, like, gonna be huge. <laughs> um. I miss Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Gabby said, I said it. I said it. <laughs> All right. So that was today's show, guys. Obviously, Leo took the powder once again. So let me do his plugs for him. You can find him at Chofubuleo. But if you have a podcast idea or if you want to start blogging in any way or start um, reporting news of any sort, hit up LosRadio.com at LosRadio.com um, on Instagram, Facebook. Um, get in contact with Leo. He'll set you up. Um, and yeah, you know, he's, he's about growing his brand, um, Los Radio and, um, he's doing some great things. And while we do shit on him on this show behind the scenes and with everything else he's working, he, he does an amazing job. Leo is the man. Um, what I will go into now is I do a shout out at the end of every show for, uh, wrestling accounts on Instagram that you should be following. So I will go with Dream Match Wrestling. Amazing follow and amazing art. Right. This week, Dream Match Wrestling on Instagram. Go follow them. If you are not following them yet, you're missing out. They have merch for sale. The merch is great. Great art. Great t-shirts. Check them out. You will not be disappointed. You can follow me at Sammy Suplex on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook, as Chris Jericho would say. And, um... I don't have anything else to say, Mario. What do, what do you think? Uh, Dream match, Rustin. We're gonna we're gonna actually work on trying to get him on the show. We've had some DMs back and forth, uh, and we're gonna try to get him on the show soon. And maybe it'll be another standalone episode. Who knows? Yeah, man. All right, we're gonna try to get him on the show. Absolutely. Um, as for me, you can find yours truly at Rated Arsons eighty seven. But if you're into all the wrestling, all the wrestling news, all the wrestling comedy, all that good stuff, make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. I handle the Facebook and the Instagram. Sammy Suplex handles the Twitter. And that's about it. Good show, bro. Yeah, man. I had a lot of fun this week. I had a lot of fun. There there was a lot of positivity to talk about. There was a lot of good stuff. And I even... Came around and decided to go halfway with you when it comes to the Undertaker thing. Yeah. After I shit on it a whole bunch of times, like hey, at least there was a positive note at the end. Yeah, man. Well, you gotta give props to the legend. I'm all about giving props to legends, but I'm not gonna cheer for something or someone that's literally a parody of themselves. Oh my God, you hurt my feelings. Bro. I'm just calling a spade a spade, which people sometimes don't like to do. Listen, people are allergic to the truth. Oh, oh, oh. speaking of truth. So Drake Maverick beat our truth for the 24-7 championship. If right. you guys are not following his Instagram, make sure you're following him. Yo, his shit is hilarious with the shit he puts his wife through. It's amazing. I'm digging it. I'm digging I it. I actually want to get the Drake Maverick shirt. That's how much I'm into it. <laughs> oh, Yo, my he's my guy, man. He is my guy. Yeah, man. 
I, I, I'm enjoying this shit. I'm enjoying it. It's very funny. But it's good. It's good shit. Now that's good shit. Make sure you miss anything on today's episode. You make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, you want to be fancy Apple Podcasts, tune in on Mesclap, LosRadio.com, Stitcher, and Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast needs, leave us a five-star frog slash rating. You comments, read us, and bury either one of us. It'll most likely be the old man that's not here right now, Leo. Where is Leo? He's leaving us. He took a powder, man. Oh, my God. And happy birthday to the NWO. For Shofu Waleo that's not here, for Sammy Suplex, I'm your truly misrated R. Keep it rated R and stay too sweet. Watch Slam Aversary. Support wrestling.